in a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Welcome, Panther fans, to the C3 Panthers podcast, breaking news edition as the Carolina Panthers trade a fifth-round conditional pick in 2024 for Baker Mayfield to make a complicated, complicated quarterback room and make for the third stopgap quarterback or third starting quarterback uh, for the Panthers in three consecutive years. We're here on the C3 Panthers podcast to break down this trade and what it means for the Carolina Panthers. Baker Mayfield's coming to Carolina again for a fifth-round conditional pick, and the Cleveland Browns have agreed to pick up $10 million of his salary. So here is the thing. Today we'll be talking about what this means for the Carolina Panthers, how it benefits the Carolina Panthers, how much better they get with the addition of Baker Mayfield and what it means for the long-term success and plan of the Carolina Panthers going forward. My name is Tony Dunn. I'm the host of the C3 Panthers podcast. My wheelman, my co-host, Cody Lashney. Uh, man, long time no see. Tony Dunn, you know, I'm a diehard Carolina Panthers fan, but I got to be honest right now, I'm totally not having a good time, dude. Uh, I'm hating this. I don't like it. I know a lot of the fans of the podcast don't like it. I'm not going to pretend to. But we're going to chop it up today, man. This is big-time news. I mean, this is big for all the Panther Nation. You know, there's a lot to dissect here. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, Tony Dunn. You know that we're going to do this. But some of the best Panther fans in all of YouTube, man, some of the legends are man Drew, our man Dan, Floyd, Dexter, Henderson, Eugene Sutherland, G-Baby, what's up? Maurice Phillips, Matt Knows Nothing, Panther Pick, our man Kenneth, Slim Pickens, Sideshow Rob, Zach Baker, Zach Altman, Why Big Jordan, our man Kevin White Chocolate Espresso, and Tim Tizzy. Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. Uh, I think it was around, uh, just leading up to the, the uh, 2022 NFL Draft, GM Scott Fitter was asked about the quarterback situation, Sam Darnold's future, and how the Carolina Panthers were going to proceed. This was all kind of under a cloud or the shroud of Deshaun Watson for the past year and a half. As Deshaun Watson signed with the Cleveland Browns, um, the Carolina Panthers found themselves looking for different options. On top of that, number one, uh, there was the draft and a potential um, acquisition, like a move that could be made there. Number two is that rumors started to surface for people like Baker Mayfield, like Jimmy Garoppolo. Today, they answered that question as they shipped out a fifth-round conditional 2024 pick for Baker Mayfield. And uh, Scott Fitter, when asked about this a few weeks ago or over a month or two months ago now, he said that they were going to keep taking swings, that they had swung when it came with Teddy Bridgewater, that they had swung when it came with uh, Sam Darnold. They were going to keep taking swings until they got their hit. I don't know if they're taking swings or if they're just throwing spaghetti against the wall, but the the Baker Mayfield is now the third attempt in three years to find a quarterback that can get this team into the winning category. The Carolina Panthers, as Matt Rule has been the coach, have been five and eleven, then five and twelve, five wins each season, one under Teddy Bridgewater, one under Sam Darnold. 
when it comes to this, what does this mean for the Carolina Panthers? I'm going to give you my pro, the pros right now is that at least the, the deal, the deal. I think the Carolina Panthers got better. All right. I think the Carolina Panthers are better with Baker Mayfield than they are with Sam Darnold. And two, another pro is that this basically, as someone said in the chat room, cost a bag of chips. This is really um, the only reason the Sam Darnold trade was so bad and horrendous was because of how much you paid for him. You got fleeced. The Teddy Bridgewater moment, really, the worst part about it was the contractual problem that came with it. The three-year deal, $63 million. That was the real problem. If, it, if there's good news on the horizon here, you get a quarterback that's more capable than the guy or more proven than the guy that you have in the room at the exact moment, and it didn't cost you anything. It really didn't cost much, but at the same time, I just wonder what it signals. Uh, I mean, what, what does it signal to everyone in the organization, right? So even if you're a, a Panther fan, it, you might feel good about this. But say we're a middle-of-the-road football team and we have a good stretch down at the end of the road. Okay, are we talking about re-signing Baker Mayfield? Well, what does that mean for Matt Corral? I know no one gives a damn about Sam Darnold, but if you're Sam Darnold, are, are, are you expecting to be paid $18.5 million this year and then be a backup to a quarterback that's being paid only $4.8 million? Like, it's kind of bullshit. I feel like if you're Matt Corral and if you're Sam Darnold, you're feeling a little bit fleeced right now. I just think both of those guys – you know, maybe Matt Corral didn't think he was going to start, but I think that maybe he thought there could be a competition. Now he's for sure number three on the death chart, and they're going to go forward with him. Tony, I'm going to give you my biggest fear up front, and this is why I didn't want this to happen. If the, Let's say Baker Mayfield is a step up from Sam Darnold, which many people expect him to be, right? Let's say the Panthers show some signs of life this year. And then it muddies the water going into 2023. Okay, let's say we're a lot better. We show some signs of life. Well, okay, does that mean that now we're going to cut Baker Mayfield? A three- or four-year contract? Is Baker under the assumptions that he's coming here to Carolina for a one-year prove-it deal? I don't know. I really don't know what this means. And I honestly feel like this is the Carolina Panthers doing the third for the third year in a row doing the exact same thing that wasn't successful the previous year. I don't again, know. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. Again, the pros uh, to this acquisition is Baker Mayfield is, uh, is better than Sam Darnold more proven. All right. Um, the, there are some cons though. And the other pro again, like I mentioned was that this deal did not cost the Carolina Panthers that much. There are significant cons to this deal. And it comes with what you're pointing with, with Matt Corral is that this not only does it muddy the water, Cody, I have, I've not been on the train of swinging for another quarterback, right? Is I just felt like it was time for us to lay in the bed that we had made for weeks. And here is why. And you're on, you've, you've, you've said it is right now, to be honest, this might mean that Matt Corral never works out in Carolina. I hate and it so much. Here's why. Here is why. Not only, and then add to this, not only does Matt Corral potentially not work out in Carolina, but you traded up 
to get him. So what have we done at this moment? We have tr- we've lost a third round pick and traded other assets to get that third round pick. Now, here's why the potential, I think there's a real threat to what happens with Matt Corral's future, right? I mean, there's a narrow window that he's going to have to find a way to start this year because of injury or else it could be kaputs. And the reason being is there's three scenarios that the Panthers face. Number one scenario, Baker Mayfield comes in here. You got a good defense, a much improved offensive line. You get uh, a healthy CMC back, and really you are able to potentially replicate Baker Mayfield's best season from two years ago. What was it, two or three years ago, right, is where he threw 3,500 passes, 3,500 yards, 23 touchdowns, eight interceptions. You put a team around him, and that's what we've said is like they're trying to drop a quarterback in with a good team, not have a quarterback that has to do everything. So that's one scenario. You walk out there, you win maybe 10 games, 9, 10, or even crazy like into the 11 mark, right? You're you're dipping your playoff competitive, maybe even make the playoffs, scenario one. Scenario two is that Baker Mayfield adds a little bit to the team, right? Say a two-game addition over what Sam Darnold would have been. So you go from five wins which I've predicted us to have six this year. So say you go five five to seven or from uh, from six to eight wins now. Well, what does this mean then, right? Is that here and scenario three is that we stink. Now, with the all three of those scenarios, well, two of those scenarios result in Matt Rule being fired the next year, right? Is that if, if the Carolina Panthers win eight games, uh, I don't know if Matt Rule makes it another year. If they win five or less games like they have, if it's just a repeat of the last two years, you've given him all the things he's needed, supposedly. I don't think he finds a way to to be the, the coach next year. And so there, if you bring in a new coach, a new regime, you're really talking about a guy that's not tethered to Matt Corral and maybe is, doesn't know if he's going to link his carriage to the Matt Corral horse. And then if there is a modicum of real success, you're looking at maybe franchise tagging Baker Mayfield the following year, extending him. And then what happens? Matt Corral potentially languishing on the bench or becoming trade fodder. So when you say muddy the waters right here, I just don't know. Can you see a viable pathway for Matt Corral to be the future quarterback of the Carolina Panthers? given this move i mean really it's 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 hard to because i mean let's think of it this way we're talking about we're going to be offloading two quarterbacks this year if it doesn't go well because david tepper has proven through his actions that he doesn't give a damn about moving on from a basic ass quarterback that's why this is so confusing to me it's like no one in the carolina panthers organization actually learns their lessons right like it just seems like time is a flat circle and they're doomed to repeat the same mistake over and over every year you think that you get a little bit closer but you're depending upon a quarterback that doesn't really have elite franchise traits like you want from that position tony dunn i do have to get on you a little bit you really did miss one of the bigger aspects and 
one of the biggest pros of Baker Mayfield being the Carolina Panther. And that's the commercials are about to be lit, dude. Morris Jenkins and Baker Mayfield is a match made in heaven. You know the Bojangles commercials. Dude, CPI, the Bojangles commercials are going to be fucking lit. Dude, there's going to be some uh, Mercedes-Benz of Charlotte. That's going to be fucking crazy. Dude, the, the Panthers commercials this year are going to be fucking incredible, and we should all look forward to that. And, in fact, I'm probably looking forward to that more than seeing him play. I just don't believe that he is an elite-level quarterback. Um, I think that the Panthers, if they're able to protect him well enough, yeah, I think he might have some level of success. I'm not saying that he's absolute trash, but what I do think is that when the moment requires your quarterback to be big, he's often very small. He deals a lot with inaccuracies from inside the pocket. Even in clean pockets, he'll often drift to the left and drift to the right. Uh, I just, I, you know, even thinking about Odell Beckham, a lot of people hate Odell Beckham. They think he's a diva and whatever. He wanted to get out of Cleveland for one reason and one reason only, and it was because of Baker Mayfield. Now, Tony, maybe he has a chip on his shoulder. Maybe he's like what we were talking about with Robbie Anderson last night, and that maybe he has just enough pissed off in his system now that maybe he is going to come out and be the very best version of himself. And you know what? Last year, I basically had to give Sam Darnold the benefit of the doubt, right? So, fuck, basically I have no other choice but to give this dude the benefit of the doubt. He has to prove me wrong. I am not going to give this man any flowers or any kind of credit until he proves that he can be the guy that breaks this, you know, wheel of mediocrity at the quarterback position for the Panthers. Uh, Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on... Fool man can't get fooled again, as George Bush (laughs) would say. Um, You know, look, it's obviously we want to be optimistic, right? Is that the idea is that you're going to go into next season. It's a new season, a new opportunity to go forward. And look, the Carolina, we're not root for the Carolina Panthers to lose. So you're definitely rooting for the Carolina Panthers to win. You just continue to go like this is, all right, so my question, not my question, but look, the, the Cleveland Browns with the stacked roster said, Baker Mayfield wasn't enough, right? Yeah. I don't want to hear anything about his toxic personality or things like that because they can't, you can't say they got rid of him because of a toxic personality. They went and got a guy who's facing 22 or had 22 settlements just with sexual assault or whatever you want to classify it as settlements. That sounds pretty toxic too. It seems to me that the Cleveland Browns have decided to commit to winning now. And they feel that they've got the roster and the squad to really make a push. And they've watched teams like the Buffalo Bills, the um, the Chiefs, the Rams in the ne- in the last couple of years, even the Buccaneers under with the acquisition of Tom Brady, saying it's not this slow bit. Like it can't always be about tomorrow. And to them, as Baker Mayfield could get them in, uh, to the top of the mountain but not over the mountain or in a way, or not even to the top of the mountain. He was adequate enough. So you're going to classify him as, I wouldn't even call him necessarily a game manager. I do believe that he has more moxie. He's got more bravado. 
uh, I think he's less shell shocked than a Sam Darnold, right? So I do believe that uh, apples to apples better player on any Sunday than Sam Darnold's ever been. Now, I do want to say this is that with with the right coaching, Sam, uh, Baker Mayfield has been very good. He has been very good. Is that if you looked at what he had when he was in college, um, somebody in the chat helped me, former offensive coordinator for the East Carolina Pirates, who then went to Oklahoma, who is now at the University of Southern California. Uh, his uh, name just escapes uh, me right now. It's going to come to me in just a second. Riley. He was, uh, yeah, Lincoln uh, Riley. Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. Riley. You know, as Baker Mayfield went to from uh, to a Heisman candidate at that point and actually won the Heisman Trophy, on top of that was became shot up and catapulted through the draft to become the number one pick. So he's had moments where he's had real success. You know, he was part of the team the first time the Cleveland Browns had made the uh, playoffs since 1994, I believe. So is that this can improve our team. Again, I think the pro- those are the pros. Now, but that at the same time, the con is ultimately is what the hell are we doing with Matt Corral? Is that pick, is that player? Wasted. Yes, never going to come to fruition. And there, there is a timeline for quarterbacks where it just either they fit in the window or they don't. Now, let's talk about what this means for the Carolina Panthers. We've talked about briefly and momentarily what it means about uh, the kind of scenarios of winning and how this could affect Matt Corral. What does this tell us about the temperature in the room when it comes to David Tepper, Matt Rule, and now Scott Fitterer? Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I have some opinions on this, Cody, but I just, yeah. in some cases, I feel like uh, we want to say that, look, is that they've given, they're given Matt Rule an honest shot to keep his job, right? Is like, is this a Matt Rule-driven move? And then if it is, what happened to the whole last two months where we have praised the front office and what they did in the draft how they've continued to negotiate free agency, how we talk about it looks like more and more that Scott Fitter is taking over, right, or taking more of a G leadership role. How can Matt Rule have so much sway and pull in that room, particularly with the billionaire David Tepper? I just can't believe it's Matt Rule alone. I mean, I really I, I disagree with you there, Tony. I think this is 100% a Matt Rule-driven thing. I could easily see Matt Rule, and I've said this all along, I think Matt Rule has been the conductor of this train. I think Matt Rule is the guy that has been pounding the table for Baker Mayfield because the fact of the matter is this, Tony. Matt Rule has not produced a season of head coaching the Carolina Panthers that equals more than five wins. And, hey, to Baker Mayfield's credit, we know he's good for at least six. Okay, so maybe, if anything, we get one more game out of him. But, you know, Tony, that's really what bothers me about this the most. Like, that's that's really what is driving me up a wall here. Like, it's done for a head coach that is desperately trying to save his job. And, listen, if I'm Matt Rule, I get it. But if you're a fan, like we all are, 
and you've been dealing with this team for an untold number of years, and especially lately, if you've been sticking around this team, every single year the Panthers build up this momentum and gets all the fans really happy and really excited, and then all of a sudden we just dovetail, and it just destroys everyone for the rest of the winter months. It's like something about this has to be different for it to be worth it. Now, maybe they think that because they've upgraded the offensive line so much that, you know, this is an opportunity for Baker to be the best version of himself and for Matt Rule to be the best coach that he can possibly be. But again, if you want to talk about Baker Mayfield, if you want to talk about Matt Rule, the song remains the same. They are trying to prove that they are something that they are not. And I just don't believe that they have that in them. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope 186 people watching now are able to come back in five months and point and laugh at me. Ha ha, Cody, you don't know shit. You were wrong the entire time. I sincerely hope that everyone's able to do that. But also remember this if I'm right as well. Because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. And the last point on this, Tony, back to David Tepper, I honestly don't think he cares at all because he has shown how quickly he is willing to move on from these quarterbacks. It doesn't matter if it's Teddy Bridgewater. It doesn't matter if it's Sam Darnold. And it's not going to matter if it's Baker Mayfield. He did this 100% for Matt Rule to be able to have his best showing this year. But if he doesn't, David Tepper isn't going to flinch about firing Matt Rule and telling Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold to take a hike all in the same meeting. I want to highlight this comment from Lynn yep. Leonhardt, if you could pull it up. Oh, uh, yep. just went away. She said this is that uh, raises a good point um, that she finds it interesting that uh, Baker gave up $3.5 million to make the trade work. Says he really wanted out and says Seattle was never in the mix. Um, now, Cleveland picks up $10 million of this. The Panthers pay $5 million. They probably got about, that means they've got $23 million invested in that quarterback room, which is nothing. That's peanuts in the quarterback room at this moment. I I do find it interesting that he would give up any money. You know, is that like I would have made the Browns cut him, cut him and take the 18 million and just take the money. But he wants on the field. Now, this may be the idea that he forced this to get uh, this trade done or at least uh, acquiesced was accommodating in this case. Maybe undermined some of that talk that he wasn't really that interested in Carolina in the first place. Or maybe he's had some time to think about where the Carolina Panthers are and some of the weapons that they have and potentially how some of the improvements they've made in the since the draft and free agency and looking at Christian McCaffrey saying, maybe we can get some things done here. He is going to come in and play with a chip on his shoulder. And, Cody, I do believe – I mean, look, is that, wouldn't it be great? Don't we want – doesn't the world love a good reclamation story? Don't they – a resurrection story? This would be – if this works, say Baker Mayfield comes in and the Carolina Panthers somehow 
win 12 games, win, like win the division. I know this is crazy, crazy talk at this point. And then the Browns stink. Deshaun Watson gets hurt, suspended for games, and it's just karma comes around and wins the day. You could not. That's going to be a good storyline if it comes true. The issue, though, is I guess, and look, is I'm not a negative Nancy on this. Is I think that this is we're a lot better with Baker Mayfield. I do wonder what this means for Sam Darnold, though. What do you do with Sam Darnold? Uh, is PJ Walker cut today? Is PJ Walker? Yeah, is is he is he cut today? Even if you cut Sam Darnold, you still got to pay him. It's fully guaranteed. Yeah, right. No, that's so. Is it you got to? I mean, you keep him around. If it's a financial thing, you keep him around. But is that how awkward is the room? How weird is that room? And poor Matt Corral looking at these guys like, oh shit. He's probably just going to sit in the corner, take his notes, and just eat his lunch and wait. Uh, he might be waiting a long time. And, and, and listen, it, everything that you said, man, it's like, what do I say about uh, about ifs? If my aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. I, I mean, yeah. dude, we can, if, we can if this, if that all day long. If you're waiting for karma to make you feel good about the Carolina Panthers, you might be waiting a long fucking time. Listen, Matt Rule is Captain Savaho. That's what he wants to do, man. He listens to Drake. He thinks about wanting to save these hoes. And he wants to be like some great restorer of used quarterback goods. And he just fucking isn't. And you know what? I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that Ben McAdoo is somewhere pissed the fuck off, dude. I think he is upset about this. I don't think he was a fan of Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield. And now he has both of them. They're his number one and number two. Dude, we need to go sign Josh Rosen so that we can get the 2018 basic-ass whiteboard trifecta to come on the Carolina Panthers and we can, you know, swap them out and they can take turns sucking on the football field, dude. Like, that's really what the Panthers probably should look to do. Uh, when, In retrospect, when you look back at the Sam Darnold trade, it really felt like it was a desperation move at that point. Right, is that you know you had swung and you'd gone after Matt Stafford, and then Phil Snow says one thing about Sam Darnold, reminding him of Sam uh, Brad of Matt Stafford, and they're like, you know what, let's go get him. I think we. I was a little surprised when I heard some of the talk from Matt Rule at the end of the season about the process and getting Sam Darnold. It felt like they hadn't done a ton of work on him. Like it was like, oh, we kind of looked at his highlights and we and it and it's and we think it could help. I wonder how much they believe in this move too. You know? And is is this desperation or calculation? I want to encourage everybody to call into the show at 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. Tell us what you think about the acquisition of Baker Mayfield, the cost, the pros, the cons. What do you do with Sam Darnold? What does this mean for Matt Corral? We want your voice to be part of the podcast. Also, want to shout out 89J Stubbs for the contribution earlier in the show. Thank oh, you right. for the super chat. Right, folks, if you want to donate to the show, there are a couple of ways to do it. You can do it in the uh, through the Super Chats, uh, through the YouTube 
app. You can also donate on ca- uh, Cash App or PayPal. Uh, we don't ask for it, but once, and then we uh, appreciate it. I will bump your call up, though, if you do make a donation, just get you to the front of the line. Let's go. We're going across the pond with the first cat call. So what are your thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, it's pretty sh- You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? One, it feels two, good. Like- and a three and a four and a Who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face buried in his nose? Who's that kid that can use one? Hi guys, it's Rich in Britain. Back up, I ain't got I know Cody's probably having rage, but I'm really pleased. Uh, way better than anything else. Um, totally get that it hopefully it's one year and we'll see what Coral's got because I like him as well but for this year we couldn't go into this year with Donald Donald's terrible Donald isn't even a quarterback Mayfield will be fine once his shoulder's healed I, I just totally it's funny Cody because I agree with most things that you say I totally don't agree with you about Baker Mayfield's evaluation um, in his first and third seasons he was really very good um, and yeah Fantastic. We've actually got some hope this year. Anyway, love what you do, guys. Take care. Keep pounding. Baker Mayfield. And listen, man. Baker Mayfield. Look, Tony, it's like, look, far be it from me to shit on someone's good day if you're loving this trade, right? If you think the Panthers are a legitimate contender because of Baker Mayfield, dude, don't let me piss in your cornflakes, man. Like, Hey, be happy. Go Panthers. Keep pounding. I want the man to prove me wrong. I want, listen, I've been doing this podcast for four years with you now, Tony. Like, we haven't had one winning season since I've been on this podcast, dude. I've even thought, man, am I the jinx? Do I need to jump off this shit? What the fuck? So, dude, I want more than anyone for us to be doing our Sunday afternoon shows to some big-time victories, man. I want that. I want that. But as of right now, I have no reason to believe that that's going to happen. And, dude, it's facts over everything now, man. Everyone has something to prove, and nobody is getting any kind of flowers until they prove it. Literally no one. I I mean, and, and, you know, I want to make sure I'm on the record with this. No matter what happens with Baker Mayfield, I promise you I am not putting this on Scott Fitterer. I'm not going to put this on Scott Fitterer. And partly because of what I said earlier, Tony. Because you want to like Scott Fitterer. No, and it's because like. this. You've got bias. You are biased. No, this is a Matt Rule move. In fact, I was one of the ones that gave criticism to Fitterer for signing Cam Irving and Pat Elflin last year. I thought they were trash. And those were the first two players that that uh, Scott Fitterer signed. But I am so thoroughly convinced that this is a Matt Rule move. Dude, I'm not putting any of the blame on Scott Fitterer, just like I'm not putting any of the blame on Ben McAdoo or any of our other coaches. This is for a, a head coach that is doing everything in his power to save his job. And, and that's 100% what, what this is, man. So, again, if you guys are happy, man, be happy, you know. All right. Let's I guess I'm turning heel. 
Let's go with the next call. What's going on, C3? Just got the news. We have Baker Mayfield. I am just so glad we didn't give up the farm. A fifth-round conditional in two years and $10 million. I'll take it. At least we're not going to keep ourselves from growing. I don't think he's going to be much better than Sam Darnold, but, you know, it gives us a choice to take, you know, the least of the worst. Anyways, you guys take it easy. This is Hemlock, by the way. My bad. Keep pounding. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling into the show. The number is 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. You can be a part of the longest-running Panthers podcast. We're live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Friday, free-for-all on Fridays. Uh, we got CK in the house. Go ahead and bring in one of the four horsemen here. CK, man, the we're voice talking that makes about, the moist. We're talking about the oh, Baker Mayfield trade. Do you like it or not? Oh, hold on, hold on. Can you hear me? Can yes, you hear me? yeah, 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 yeah. We can hear you loud and clear, boss. That's stupid. Hold on. What's he doing? All right. How about now? Yes. Yeah, you're good, man. Sorry about that, boys. No, you're good. Can you hear us? So, yeah, yeah, I can hear you. All right. How you what, feeling, man? What do you think about this trade? Uh, man, this is Look. a whirlwind of a day, right? Last night, we were so angry because we couldn't get people. We couldn't have any news. Now, we got this news after Tuesday. You think the football gods are are, are punishing us for crying about the lack of of news? Sure. We'll blame it on that. All right. Tell us what you... (laughs) CK, tell us, though, all right, since uh, without us bemoaning the timing of this trade, what do you think is the Carolina Panthers send a fifth-round conditional pick to the Cleveland Browns for Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield, do you like this move, CK? Hold on. I might lose you guys. Can All you right. hear me? All right. Well, yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I don't know why this thing – StreamYard does not work well with Bluetooth for whatever reason. Um, so my feelings right now are it's not really a bad deal. is a backup quarterback with a backup salary. If anything, this just means PJ Walker is the odd man odd man out. You know, I like I was going to be more concerned if we were giving up more assets and if we were going to have the I I was there was no world that I thought existed where we were only going to be eating 5 million of his salary if we traded for him. And that is a ridiculous amount of money uh, to not have to pay him for him to be a potential backup. Five million is a pretty good number for a backup that has a good caliber of him, like his, his caliber. He could start All right, we're losing. We're losing CK here. We're losing you, CK. When you get back, when you get to the internet, give us a call, all right? All right. 
when you get on the Wi-Fi. All right. Uh, Baker Mayfield, right now 70% of the poll, uh, the poll of the chat room on YouTube likes this trade. Cody Lashney, Baker Mayfield. How about this? What about the irony of this? Two years in a row, revenge game week one. Last year, we traded with the New York Jets. Sam Darnold faced off against his team. Now we trade with the Cleveland Browns, and Sam Darnold's going to face off against his old team. Revenge week. If anything, the storyline for week one will be juicy. Oh, and you're on mute. You're on mute. Listen, he's practiced a whole bunch with the Cleveland Browns defense. Technically, he probably does have more experience throwing to Cleveland Brown DBs than he does receivers. So, uh, I don't know, dude. Lucky. I don't know. Uh, hey, listen, I, I hope, I hope. Minimum, you pay $5 million to get a mole. Look, man, everybody's like, oh, we didn't pay that much. Great. That's fine. It still muddies the water to me. I hope y'all enjoyed this heel turn for me. Like, I'm just not feeling it, man. Like, I'm I, I'm really not. Like, I was re- – look, I told this to Tony before the show. I was literally looking up Matt Corral highlights on YouTube when this news dropped. Like, I'm literally watching Matt Corral videos and watching film about him. And then all of a sudden, my Twitter starts going crazy. I'm getting all these updates. And then, bam, this shit. I do. I just. I don't. I don't. Uh, if we're a better football team, I think so. But I think this is the parent. The Panthers continuing to signal that they're okay with mediocrity. I think there is a very real reason why Baker Mayfield didn't work with the Cleveland Browns. And I know you say they're the Browns, Tony, but yeah, they had yeah. a, they-, they had a loaded roster the past two years. And, and he still couldn't make it happen. Most of their fans know that he was one of the weaker links on that offense. And that's not me hating on the dude. That's just being objective. He's an interception machine in the biggest moments of a football game. How good, is the, Charger, how good is the Chargers roster? Uh, Chargers? One of the better rosters in the NFL. How, how, how much success have they had in the last two years? Well, I mean, again, one of the better offenses in the NFL. It's their defense that was the problem. They still have a great – they have, great, they have a ton of talent problem. on defense. They have a ton of talent on defense. So here's the thing is that we can continue to just say, man, that these people were drafted high. They were – like right now is that the Cleveland Browns have have continued a Cleveland Brown. If anything, the Deshaun Watson aqua trade of the whole future for a guy that has so much – baggage with him is a t- such a cleveland brown move so no i am not i am i'm from i am from the show me state at this point and the cleveland browns ain't showed me shit yet and you can blame that all on baker mayfield but i don't believe that's the case right is that these guys it's like uh they're they have not been able to break through and we'll see it this year imagine this year what's going to happen cody if the browns do not make the roster if the, they don't make the playoffs this year what are you going to say what are you going to say deshaun watson the defense doesn't i mean like come on if they, they don't make the playoffs through. it's because deshaun watson was suspended for 12 games that's what's going to be the reason if why Deshaun they don't make Watson the playoffs. Watson is suspended for under six games, do you expect them to make the playoffs? Yes, I expect them to be in contention at the very end. And by the way, 
I just want to welcome all the Cleveland Brown fans. And listen, I hope to continue to see you all over the course of this season. I know a lot of you want to follow Baker Mayfield. And those of you Browns fans that, you know, are hoping that this is a the turnaround that Baker needs, hey, man, continue to come back to the C3 podcast. Hit the subscribe button. You know we're going to tell you the entire truth about what's going on with Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers, just like we had a bunch of Jets fans last year that were tuning into us because they were pulling for Sam Darnold. If you I mean, are a, if you are a Cleveland plant, a Cleveland Browns fan right now, listen to this show. I'd love for you to call in at 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. You can right. leave a voicemail on our, on, our, on our Google Voice channel. What we'll do is we'll play that. What I would like to hear from you is what do you think about Baker Mayfield, what his time was in Cleveland, and what he can be going forward, and are you rooting for him? Or do you think that uh, we kind of got uh, a dud, another stopgap quarterback? That's 252-228-5098. Let's go to the next call. C Panthers Nation, what is up, baby? I didn't have to do it to you guys, but I did say Baker Mayfield was going to be a Carolina Panther, and I'm here to tell you this was all Matt Rule. The whole fucking time, man. This is crazy. Personally, I'm a little optimistic about this. I hope we can just have a winning season. Doesn't work out. Move on. But listen, man, we need some wins. We need something to look forward to. Enough with the five win seasons. Keep pounding. Yeah, right now is like, again, this is a situation where the Carolina Panthers continue to throw spaghetti at the wall and hope it sticks. We're trying to find the right type of pasta. Hopefully that's the bait made one made by the Baker man. Baker Mayfield, a Carolina Panther today. We want to know, do you like this? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Is Cody Lashney just a pessimistic butthole or... Is the baker going to come in and prove him wrong? 252-228-5098. What's up, C3? It's Noah here. And I'm just shocked, you know. I was laying on the bed about to take my nap, you know. And I was just scrolling on TikTok. And I see Baker Mayfield has been traded to the Carolina Panthers for a fifth-round pick. I'm like, what the heck? I was like, yo, already? I did not know it was going to be this early. But, you know, I don't know how it's going to help out the team. I mean, Baker and Sam is, like, exactly the same thing. But, you know, keep pounding. No, no. I don't know what to do. Yeah, you brainwashed poor little Noah. You brainwashed poor little Noah, Cody Lashney. Right? Uh, Baker brainwashed the same thing. Yeah. Um, Now, like here, is Baker Mayfield getting to new place? Yeah, I guess this is the good news is by him taking that pay cut, right? By him saying he's willing to take to make the money work, which is strange. I've never heard anything like a player taking less money. Deshaun Watson needs to give this dude some advice. Deshaun Watson's like, screw that. I want more money, more money, and make it guaranteed. I was a little worried that uh, Baker Mayfield because, or one of the things I was thinking about. Is there any concern about Baker Mayfield being unhappy 
to be in Carolina. And would there be any controversy about him uh, potentially maybe holding out to get more money, to get a contract extension? I mean, I thought, like, the there's no way I would budge on that if I was the Carolina Panthers. I, don't, I hate that the Cleveland Browns even paid Deshaun Watson more money. I would have hated if the Carolina Panthers were the ones that gave him the raise. But the the news that he has settled for less money, right, the, is, is that at least gives us some confidence that he's going to come in here, put on the right face, and say, I'm here to help the Carolina Panthers win. I'm here to prove, basically, that I'm a starting quarterback in this league, and I can you know, be a positive. I don't know. I wonder what his press conference is going to be. He really wanted out of Cleveland. He was ready to get this going on. And boy, if anything, you know what? He's going to be a starter here. He is going to be a starter here. I don't know if there is a real competition and how do you, what, what if, can there really be a competition, Cody? No, there's no, no way there can be. Imagine no. if you started Sam Darnold, but like, you know what? Sam Darnold has to knows the playbook better been picking up on it had a better training camp we're gonna go with him we would we'd have to burn the whole place down dude listen sam darnold has no chance like if he He didn't have a chance two months ago either like you're not gonna make this trade unless you feel like you're trading for your franchise quarterback like I, i guarantee you and there it went through no one's mind to have a, a three-way quarterback competition to see who's going to be the starter for the Panthers this year. It's going to be Baker Mayfield. And again, like I said earlier, I know no one gives a damn about Sam Darnold or his feelings. He hasn't proven anything. That's why this trade was even made. But it's like you have had this organization tell you that you're the guy, you're going to be the guy, we're going to give you a shot. Like, let's be real. This last year or this coming up year, this was Sam Darnold's final opportunity to prove that he's going to be a starting level quarterback in the NFL. Now he's not going to get that opportunity at all. He's just a glorified backup. Now you can say that's all he's destined for anyway. And I might tend to agree with you, but it still doesn't change the fact that if you're Sam, you probably feel a little bit slighted when they didn't tell you that they were going to draft a quarterback. Then they didn't tell you anything about them going to sign a quarterback. So, I mean, right now, Sam feels like he's absolutely no one. But it goes back to your point, Tony, that now that this is official, there is no scenario where Baker Mayfield is not the starter at the beginning of the season, especially with the Browns being the very first game of the season and we're in Carolina. Like, this is the Carolina Panthers' new quarterback. If you don't like it, Tough titty, said the kitty, but the milk's still good. Next call. Hey, this is Panther Pickle. I cannot cheer for another recycled quarterback. I hear you, brother. I just can't do it. Okay? We went through this with Teddy. We went through this with Sam. We went through this with Baker. How many other people are we going to do this with? I mean, what the fuck? And next year, who are we going to bring in next year? Because your ass knows damn well that Matt Corral will never start for Carolina unless we have a massive injury situation. Okay? And I, I, 
explain to me why everybody thinks Matt Rule is going to be fired at the end of this season. I, I don't, I don't see that happening. Remember, uh, Matt Rule was signed to a seven-year deal, uh, and he's entering year three. It's not even halfway into his tenure. So I expect him to be here for the entire season next year, regardless of our record. But uh, I I sure hope I'm wrong, but I don't see us having much success this year at quarterback position at all. Have a good one. The only way that this is, I, you know, I gave you the three scenarios and I didn't see a real path. In all three of those scenarios, there was kind of a zero pathway to Matt Corral. There is a fourth scenario where Matt Corral does find a window, or maybe five. A fifth window is like an injury and gives him the opportunity to play sometime this season. A fifth scenario, though, is, and I just don't know if I have the confidence in the team to go with this that is if sam if if baker mayfield comes in here and we get eight nine wins and we decide to roll with like uh kenneth is saying there is roll with matt rule more longer that they have the moxie to say all right well we're gonna let baker hit free agency and we've seen the development of matt corral enough to go with them but will the team have the guts and the courage to do that you know, that's a real question there. And we just don't know. Do you, you know, can Matt Rule, will he feel confident enough at that point? Or is he continue to be on the hot seat? You know, I mean, is it just like this seat is just not scorching hot anymore? We got 259 viewers right now. We'd love for your support by smashing the thumbs up button, subscribe. We're on our way to 4,000 subscribers. That's our goal by the beginning of the season or even maybe training camp, hopefully, if we get you guys smashing that thumbs and smashing that subscribe. It's the longest-running Panthers podcast. We're here every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. live. We've been doing this for 10 years now. Uh, we got a great community here where people show up every Tuesday night and hang out for an insane amount of time together and talk about the Carolina Panthers each week. And on Fridays, people come, and they can be a part of the show on the Friday free-for-all. Throughout the season, we've got additional content, the post-game show, the beat check, right? We got debate my take where Cody and Tony go head to head, toe to toe to convince the jury to see who can make the better argument. Man, we love to have you guys part of the show. You can call in at 252-228-5098. We want to hear your thoughts on this move. Do you like the acquisition of Sam of Baker Mayfield? I see a lot of people in the chat room that think that this is a good one. Uh, here, let's go on with the next call. Hey, man, it's G-Baby, man. I got a lot to fucking say. This is fucked up, man. Close your this front ears, office Noah. is a bunch Close of bitches. They're, they're a bunch of fucking liars. They have no problem lying to our motherfucking faces and turn around doing something totally different than what they just fucking told us that they were going to do. And, play. dude, this nuanced fucking Panther fan base, bro, y'all a bunch of bitches, bro. I, try, hey. I sincerely fucking mean that. That's coming from fucking G-Baby, man. Y'all hey, a bunch of fucking hoes, bro. Y'all some Kim K hey. dick jump, jump, jumping hoes. 10K dick jumping hoes, bro. That's what y'all bunch bunch of hoes, bro. Because this makes no sense. Tony, I'm not ta- I'm not saying you a hoe, but make this makes sense to me, bro. <laughs> I'm not saying you a hoe. Please, G. This makes no sense, bro. How are we better, G? How? I'd rather have just rolled with Sam from RP week, bro. So you're telling me that Pee Wee, that we traded him for the 
turn around to get Pee Wee? What about Pee Wee? What are we going to do about that, dude? So that was a wasted pick, bro. Hold on, man. I, I, I got some stats for, for, for this fucking fuck-ass fucking Panther. This new Panther base, base bro. Y'all make me fucking sick. Y'all make me sick to my fucking stomach, man. Y'all make me fucking sick. The Panthers. The Carolina Panthers really traded away a second, a third, two fourths, a fifth, and a sixth. All to assemble a QB room of Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Matt Corral, man. What the fuck is this, man? This is not how we build a fucking franchise to live on a dynasty. What the fuck is this? This is not okay. We go trade for Baker just because we're playing the Browns week one? Always going with the narrative, man. This fuck-ass front office, man. That rat rule, you fucking bitch, bro. I can't wait till we're gone, bro. I swear to God, G. Oh! Alright, uh, G-Baby, bringing the fire, right? Uh, passionate. Passionate. I'll tell you this, is you cannot ever tell G-Baby that that man don't have passion. Alright, G-Baby, here I go. Let me, give me a chance. Alright, take a breath. Take a breath. You guys make some good points, all right? Look, you got to make some points about the expense that the Carolina Panthers have, the assets they've given up over the years, right? Whether it be money for Teddy Bridgewater, whether it be picks for Sam Darnold's. In this case, I think it maybe could be the opportunity for Matt Corral, right? Um, I also think you make a good point on this, is that this – front office talks a good talk but doesn't always walk the good walk right is that if you go back and you listen to the plan that matt rule gave this was at the end of last year i think i think it was the end of last year i don't think it was the end of teddy's year and he goes on wfnz yeah it was at the end of the season this past year Matt Rule goes on WFNZ, and you got to give him a, you know, some credit for this. Is kind of going and facing the music at a time where everybody believed that he was done. You know, I mean, I thought I thought he was going to be, I thought he was going to be fired. I didn't think he was going to make it. I thought that it just had the rails had come off too much. And this is where G Baby makes a good point: is they taught this talk, and Matt uh, Matt Rule laid out this entire plan about why they thought that they could bring in Teddy Bridgewater, familiarity with Joe Brady and the Sean Payton type offense, that that could give them a bridge as they assembled the team. That they met, put a lot of emphasis on getting the defense built and younger, which they did. They go and get like seven picks, almost like a historic draft, to make this defense younger and faster. And this kind of attitude of turning this around, but also positioning yourself to get that franchise quarterback when it comes available. But the bad part about it is they didn't stick with that plan. They go out there and win that uh, inconsequential game against the Washington Commanders that year. Again, they they have some problems uh, where they just are kind of, they believe, you know, it looked like they overbought into the the how good their team was last year, and you kind of languish. Now you go here. We had an opportunity at six to go and make a, a move and go get the guy. The Carolina Panthers, though, didn't. They, st- they stood pat, which was probably the right move as they're able to get who they believe the right quarterback later on. 
but they invested assets, moved for Matt Corral, and it just seems like they like to say good things, but it wins when it comes to the quarterback situation, they kind of panic. It's like a it's like a schizophrenia uh, when it comes to the quarterback room. Now here, but give me a give me give me a moment here to tell you why Baker Mayfield does help. Number one is I have. I've witnessed a guy that we gave every uh, that we as a podcast, as a fan base, when when we brought in Sam Darnold, we paid a lot for him. And we tried to rationalize how that wasn't that much at the time, that if this worked out, it was a low state, low cost, high reward move. But I saw a quarterback that nobody believed in this past year. The coaching staff didn't believe in him. The fan base didn't believe in him. And probably the scariest thing of all is I don't know if Sam Darnold believes in himself. He says he does, but I'm not sure he does. He's a softy, or at least that's how it appears from the outside looking in. Baker Mayfield has had more success at the collegiate level, at the pro level, than Sam Darnold has ever had. It's that simple. Sam Darnold has only been potential. He is one of those guys that draft nuts love it makes them salivate in fact he's just a guy that looks really good in a football uniform it turns out baker mayfield can play he can play now he might not be the transcendent quarterback or the franchise quarterback or the guy that can carry a team regardless but he is a guy that is better and more experienced than all three of those guys in the room at this moment so I believe that whether it's incrementally better that the Carolina Panthers are with Baker Mayfield, they are better with Baker. The only negative to this, the only negative to this at all, is the long-term consequences that this could have with Matt Corral. That's it. It's not money. It's not assets. It's not that we're gonna. We were in a place where we we're probably gonna tank this year is that we probably won't be great or we won't be terrible with Baker. The real problem will just be what do you do with Matt Corral and do you really believe in him as an organization? We got CK in the house, the voice that makes him moist. We might as well start with some shame. There are 268 people in the room right now. There are 116 likes. I think it's time for subscriber shame. My camera's all messed up, but that doesn't matter because we're here to talk about the Baker Mayfield trade that has made half of the entire fan base really upset and the other half just okay. I think there's maybe a few people out there excited about this uh, move, but... You guys come here to have this discussion, to talk about the controversy, to talk about whether Matt Rule, Scott Fitterer, or even David Tepper are in their right minds, if they're in, in some sort of insane asylum and somebody else is, is at, the, at the helm, at the switchboard, making all the moves. But you come here to have that conversation. You talk about it, you come in here, you, you bitch about it, you call in, but you haven't hit that fucking like button yet. I have one thing to say to all you kinky motherfuckers. Subscriber shame. 
Well done, well done. Subscriber shame, 261 watching on YouTube. The thumbs are going up. 128. I want to see more. 129, 130, 140, 150. Come on, let's see it. Hey, man, oh. we're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers before the start of the NFL season. Like I said, to everyone new to the C3 Panthers podcast, we're a fan community. You are a part of this show. I'm always putting comments up on up on screen. Every Friday at 7 p.m., we do the Friday free-for-all where you can join the show and actually be a part of it. I, I post the link to the stream yard. I would love to get some Brown fans this Friday at 7. Tell me what you think about this uh, about this trade. Uh, hey, man, help C3 Podcast continue to grow fan community for the fans by the fans. Love and appreciate you. Uh, CK, we never uh, – you were kind of breaking up the last time. Thank you just much. We were asking you for uh, your opinion on Baker. Let us have it, man. No, Pull no punches. Give us your honest-to-God thoughts on the Carolina Panthers trading a fifth-round pick for Baker Mayfield. Well, right out of the gate, my first thought when I saw it pop, you know, well, let's be real. People know I'm a Panthers fan uh, at work, so I'm just getting an IM. Baker Mayfield is your is your quarterback now. And my first reaction is like, what the fuck did we do? Like, right, I'm sitting here thinking we just ate a $10 million contract. The Browns decided to eat maybe $8 million of it. We're deciding to get rid of a third-round pick to pick him up. Like, maybe we got rid of a, a key player to make it happen. I pull it up, and I look at him like a conditional fifth-round pick, possibly a fourth-round, depending upon how In much he In a bag of Doritos. And $5 million on the cap space? What the fuck? What, the, like, what in the world? That is, like, nothing. Like, honestly, that is the best deal what is what should make you more upset is comparing how much it costs to get Sam Darnold. That yes, that yes. should be what really is making you angry about this because this is a fantastic deal for the Panthers. I was not on the you guys know I was not a fan of trading for Baker Mayfield. I'm not saying he is the guy, and I'm not going to say he's about to be the backup, right? But if worse comes to worse, we have a cheap backup this year. Right. That's a manageable, good quality, cheap backup for five million dollars. Right. The other part is we're about to see a real discussion about where Sam Darnold deserves to be. If Sam Darnold decide like if Sam Darnold this is his first chance at having a real quarterback competition, right? And we know one thing is that the greats get better because they are pushed to be better. We saw that happen with Graham Gano, which I know you guys are going to say he's not a great, he is one of the best kickers in the NFL, regardless of what you want to say about it. Uh, and and so when you look at that, that happened with Harrison Butker, right? We had Harrison Butker, Graham Gano came out and he had a great year that year. But we're about to see whether or not Sam Darnold actually makes that push to move to the next uh, next level. We're about to see what Sam Darnold's capable of doing because if this is something that actually pushes him into a level of like, listen, this is fire under my ass. If Matt Corral didn't do it, Baker Mayfield is going to be that one that's going to trigger that. Let me ask you this, and then I'm going to play a video from our very own Steve Smith. Do you think it's a competition, or is Baker just the dude? Like is Sam Darnold just an $18.5 million backup for Baker Mayfield? 
I mean, I think uh, I I think that it is a real competition. Like this contract, the, the trade and the contract does not guarantee. Like, let's be real, it costs way more for them to get Sam Darnold, and Sam Darnold costs three times as much for us this year than Baker does. It's a real competition. Like it's it is. Like I don't care what people say. We can. We've had this argument plenty of times, right? Who is better? I don't know that there is a clear person that's better than the other. I don't know that Sam Darnold is clearly worse than Baker because we haven't seen Baker with the same circumstances that Sam Darnold's had. We haven't had Sam Darnold have the same circumstances that Baker's had. This is the true ability for us to compare apples to apples and see who is the better quarterback. Um, and either could be just a really good backup. And, and Matt Corral, what, what would that do for Matt Corral's confidence if he came out and he beat, out, beat both of those guys out for a starting position, and he, those are two first and like for two first round draft picks in this league, and he came in and he as a rookie and beat them out. If he ends up winning that starting position, which I don't think any of us are are like of that mindset that that's actually going to be the case, but if he actually comes in here and wins that starting position, talk about a confidence boost of epic proportions. Not happening, CK. It's I know. not happening. There is no way Sam Darn. This is a competition. They uh, they all. gave up hope on Sam Darnold before the end, before like free agency started this year. I agree. They have come out. Well. They have come out and said that like they are just looking for a quarterback, looking for a quarterback, looking for a quarterback. Uh, I just don't know how in any scenario that. Sam Darnold, imagine the chaos that would be. Imagine having the Browns come to Carolina in week one and Sam Darnold under center and then cueing the camera over to Baker Mayfield on the sideline. Oh, my God. After you traded for him and it's his old football team. Yeah, like there there isn't a scenario in my head that says to me that they're going to let Sam Darnold. And. By the way, I don't think anyone cares, man. Like, no one cares about how Sam Darnold feels. He's right. just going to be a backup. The Panthers and by the way, certainly don't. The Panthers have not given a shit about his feelings the whole time. And by the way, say goodbye to Sam Darnold's career as a starter because now officially begins his career as an NFL backup, like a lot of us think he was destined to be anyway. Hey, I'll say this about him. For as shitty as Sam Darnold was, I was fully prepared to at least give him the benefit of the doubt behind this new revamped right. offense. Like I said, I'll give Baker the same benefit of the doubt, but it, the song remains the same. He's got to prove it first. But uh, listen, enough of me talking, man. Enough of anyone talking for the moment. It's time to listen to a Panther legend give his opinion on Baker Mayfield, someone who's been very outspoken about Baker Mayfield. Let's listen to Agent 89 on the Panthers trading for Baker Mayfield. Well, we had one midweek report. Now we got two. So I'm going to just cut to it and get right down to business. Hey, folks, the Carolina Panthers. We keep pounding community. The Carolina Panthers and also I, preseason color analysts, We have Baker Mayfield. Whatever the compensation is, it doesn't matter. Really what we have to do is we'll see what's going to happen. We hope for the best, and we pray the worst never happens. But ultimately, if you're going with your team, you got to roll with them. And I'm rolling with the Carolina Panthers, so that's what i got to do is go on my team. 
Go Baker. Go Baker. Oh, oh I'm really pissed. Steve came soft. Came yeah, I was Steve expecting that to be soft. a lot more problematic. <laughs> He's on the payroll now. I know hey, have, it. Y'all not, have y'all not been watching politicians long enough to know that once you start getting paid by the establishment, you switch up what you got to say real quick, man. That's well, literally the name of the dams, game. Monkey Steve dams. has always <laughs> been on the edge of that, though, and yeah. stuck with himself and kind of kept his own personality. And just a few weeks ago, he was saying that Baker Mayfield wasn't the guy. Uh, I mean, look, because he yeah. said that diplomatically is, look, is that this is, look, we didn't make this decision. They made that decision and go Baker now. And again, I think that is like, I mean, it's a realistic position to have. He is now arguably going to be the Panthers starting quarterback. And you are hoping at this point for a revenge story against the Browns, that karmic justice that I was talking about. Uh, and maybe Baker Mayfield finding a year, two, three rejuvenation moment and a reclamation of his kind of reputation. I think here is that to go back to what G-Baby said, tell me, prove to me, tell me, because I know he's coming back in the calls, is I just want to go back and say that Baker Mayfield has had success in the NFL. And I made a mistake last year, Cody, a big mistake. I like to, in fantasy football, I play in this keeper league, right? This dynasty keeper league. And the only way to win this league is to get players deep in the draft that you don't, that aren't good right now, that are going to be good in a couple of years, or like some rookie that they don't have the stats yet where they explode onto the scenes. So I'm always trying to find some diamond in the rough. I was able to do this years ago with Alvin Kamara in like the 13th round, and I had the number one running back in the league almost or the top three running back for a 13th round or 11th round pick in this draft for five years. So I was, I'm always trying to bet on kind of the high upside guy I thought I sat there and I never pick a quarterback early in fantasy football. I always wait and wait and arguably wait one round too late to where I get kind of just edged out of the real competition. I picked Sam Darnold, dude. Yep. And I thought that Sam Darnold could have an opportunity to come into a Joe Brady offense and that they saw something and it was going to be something and it turned out to be nothing. So here's what I want to come back to is just saying that, look, is Sam Darnold has been nothing but potential. He's been nothing but a guy who looks good in a football uniform. Matt Corral is potential. But Baker Mayfield has, success, has had success in the pro football league. So at least there is, it's not, this is a little different than the Sam Darnold trade, which was all based on him being in a bad situation. There was no evidence that he was, you know, it was like, so at least I'm not saying that there is a tremendous amount of upside, but I think that the floor is higher on this move than it was with Sam Darnold. We found out the floor was pretty damn low with Sam Darnold. I mean, I just, what, okay, what does, and listen, this is for anyone 
This is for you, Tony. This is for anyone in the chat room. Tell me specifically, what does Baker Mayfield do better than Sam Darnold? He's what, had what, one. What, he's what, had what one, he's had a year where like, he threw. Yeah, he but that has, doesn't tell me nothing. Tony, that no. doesn't tell me. Yes, it does. At he did. All. He had a year where he anything. threw a lot of touchdowns and few interceptions. Sam Darnold has never had a year where he didn't throw a lot of interceptions. No, but what does that have? Okay, but I, I can explain so that away. Via, he throws. I can explain less that away via the team around them. No, but Tony, I can I can point to the team around them and and point to that and say that that played a difference. What I'm saying is. What about Baker Mayfield's ceiling is higher than Sam Darnold? He doesn't have PTSD. He doesn't have PTSD. How about this? What does Sam Darnold do that's better than Baker Mayfield? You tell me that. I think he's a better athlete. I think that he probably has a stronger arm. That I mean, doesn't matter if he doesn't you know, connect with anybody. It doesn't yeah, matter no if doubt. he throws forty interceptions a year. Okay, so then is that what you're saying, Tony? That he is a fu- that he is a. More How about this? Accurate- you could say that uh, Sam Darnold's a better athlete than Tom Brady. Yeah, but again, that's not the comparison. We're talking no, about Baker no. Mayfield is that you have not there. told me anything that Sam Darnold has done better? Yeah, he's than a Baker better Mayfield. runner. He has a he has a bigger body. I think he probably has a better arm. I mean, I'm not. Listen. So what you're essentially so you haven't saying, said Tony, anything. You know what you what said. What you're this? saying is that is you more said accurate. exactly what if I said. He looks better. Say that he looks better in a football uniform. That's but what you you're still saying. Have, but you still haven't answered me. You're talking he's about had, oh, he's he, had, he, had, he had, a had a season where he went to the playoffs. Okay. Well, uh, what does that have to do with Baker Mayfield? Well, what does yeah, that have to do uh, with Baker yeah, Well, Mayfield? he he was playing the most important position on a team that had success. Sam Darnold has never done that. He won a Heisman Trophy. Sam Darnold didn't do that. How about this? Is on top of that, he had a season where he threw more touchdowns than interceptions on a three to one ratio. Sam Darnold has never done that. So you can tell me that people look better on a in a football uniform, so but they don't play better. He plays better. He no, but, okay, plays so, but better. How does he play It's not better? just a – it could be a variety of things. It could be making plays work. It could be bouncing back from bad moments. It could be accuracy. It could be not turning the ball as, as much over. But, uh, hell, Sam Darnold can barely hand the football off without fumbling it. And then once he makes a mistake, it goes worse and worse and worse. So I just – I'm okay. Look, I'm okay with you not being in love with Baker Mayfield. But to say he what does he doesn't do anything better is just astronomically false. It's just astronomically false. It's again, it's like this better whole team around him. What? So, it's so literally what? that simple. I mean, it's tell me somebody, tell simple. me, tell me somebody who has done well with a bad team. Joe Burrow for the bad offensive line, at least. No, no, better you not. No, best, uh, best receiving core. Every in the single league. thing that you can say about Baker Mayfield, I can explain away about the talent oh being much gosh. better around him. It's and by the way, if Baker Mayfield had been on the same teams as Sam Darnold has been on, I guarantee you everybody would be thinking. The exact same way. I bet you this is that if Sam Darnold was on those teams, I bet you they wouldn't be as good. Sam Darnold has never had success, dude. He's never had success. He wasn't good in college. He was okay in college. 
He so was he this, he's one, never one he is a draft nerd's ranks. dream. He's a draft nerd's dream. He has the checks the boxes for his size. He checks the boxes for his ability to throw the ball deep. He checks the boxes for being able to throw on the run. But you know what he doesn't check on? The winning part. And Tom Brady doesn't do anything better than anyone. He doesn't have the biggest Oh, yes, he's it not, does, dude. No, he does it not. Does so what does he do better? What does he do better than anyone? He's better pre-snap, better post-snap, more accurate. Then a who? bigger arm. He's more clutch. Then who? Like you're talking about the greatest football player of all time. You're missing the point entirely, Tony. Tom Brady. What I'm saying is you're, uh, when, when, when you put a super team, team around. Man, fuck you. The they, they had a, not a super team. team. Um, oh an incredible God. offensive what line. They had two incredible running backs. And Baker couldn't do a damn thing with them. Oh, I guess 13 and three or 11 and five. The best roster nothing. in the AFC North. The oh best roster you in the are, AFC North you, couldn't uh, do a damn thing. You are perfect. What you have is you've got a belief and you will disregard any evidence that's contradictory to that belief and you will embrace all evidence that supports that. I'd like to thank uh, Josh from Mass for his super chat. And I saw one other in here. Yeah, yeah I got him right here. Josh. Our boy Josh Hoy with the $2 said the trade doesn't bug me. It's the situation. Shout out to Josh, one of our longest C3 fans. And a hero's path with $5 says get ready for the Bojangles Bo Baker biscuit commercials. And and I'm on record saying the best part about this trade is that the the commercials are going to be fucking incredible, dude. Dude, Morris Jenkins. Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte, Bojangles, you name it, man. The Charlotte area businesses are about to get one incredible boost because of Baker Mayfield. And you know what? For that, I'm happy because he is a much better actor on camera than Sam Darnold. That's one thing for sure is better than Sam Darnold at, and that's acting on commercials. All right, let's go with the next call. Hey, man, it's G-Baby, man. I got a lot to fucking say. This is fucked up, man. This front office is a bunch of bitches. They're they're a bunch of fucking liars. They have no problem lying to our motherfucking faces and turn around doing something totally different than what they just fucking told us that they were going to do. And, uh, dude, this nuanced fucking Panther fan base, bro, y'all a bunch of bitches, bro. I try. Yeah, that's the same Yo, this is White Chocolate Espresso. You know what it is. What's up, man? I work in a hospital, okay, guys? And so I got the news while working and I wanted to go to the nursery and start punching babies, <laughs> newborn babies. <laughs> I'm pissed. How do we keep letting this dude get all these fucking quarterbacks? It's not even about what he traded. It's the previous. Like, my God, what the fuck? And plus, you know, selfishly, I drafted Matt Corral in my dynasty league and traded uh, back in the first round. Had the last pick in the first round, traded back in the second got him. Like, well, that fucks me over now. But as far as the hole goes, I'm honestly hoping this is the biggest bust ever. That they win zero games. Honestly. I want zero wins for playoffs. That's it. 
Gosh, I man, I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset that uh, there is so much. Uh, it's like this: is that there was. I continue to think that part of this has to do with Cody being a draft nerd. I like because the evaluations the told us that Sam Darnold was going to be better than Baker Mayfield. I like and, Baker better than Sam coming out of the draft. You can't put that shit on me. I the proof is in the pudding. We're gonna have to go the back proof is in the pudding. He was on a damn good football team in the AFC North, and he stunk it the fuck you up. Give him so Let much me pass I have the never, I think he's a Browns. I think Cody might secretly be a Browns fan. Let's welcome in Greg. AKA no, I'm secretly a Chargers fan, Tony. Oh, you're not secretly. You know. I'm starting to wonder. I'm starting to wonder about you. Greg, uh, please gonna... come in and speak some sense to us. Please. Guys, look, I was on my route today, and I looked down through my – just stop for a second. I looked down through my – Hey, before you I start, thought, before you start, you sound like you're in a Coke can. I don't uh, know oh, if oh, you need to change obviously. your audio real yeah, quick. I Hang on one yeah, I want to make sure that everybody uh, gets the full breath of the bat daddy's opinion. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I hope s- he's not ready to punch ba- – man – uh, Cody Lashney's about to change fan teams. He's a Browns fan, secretly a Deshaun Watson uh, a masseuse. And then, uh, oh, yeah. And now um, we've got white chocolate espresso punching babies. <laughs> we need somebody. We need Baker Mayfield to make a commercial and make us feel better. Greg, how do you feel about the trade? The Carolina Panthers move a fifth-round 2024 conditional pick to the Cleveland Browns for Baker Mayfield. And some of the news on this is that the Cleveland Browns picked up $10 million of the salary. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield takes a $3 million pay cut, and the Carolina Panthers pay $5 million in a fifth-round pick. The double fives, five fives, right? Um, how do you feel about this move? Based on those numbers and based on what we got him for, I'm okay with this. Uh, we didn't give up really much at all for him. We had a little extra cap room. Um, I mean, if you can bring in somebody who I feel like can play better than Darnold will, I think we had that with Matt Corral, but they're going in a direction to for sure save Matt, uh, Matt rules job. I feel, uh, this doesn't bother me that much because we didn't give up that much. Had we given up everything and, and taken on his full salary and Sam Darnold's salary, I would have, I would have gone nuts about it, but it doesn't really bother me that much. Cause I didn't expect us to really be doing a whole lot this year. Now with all the quarterbacks we have on the roster right now. I do see I do see Baker Mayfield as the potential one to have a great breakout season and be the best quarterback on the roster this year. So based on making moves to make the team better right now, it's not a bad move. You know, it's, it's really not. I don't know if, there, if there's a future in Baker Mayfield, but let's say he comes here this year and we win 10 games or we win seven games, but we were really close in a lot of them. And it looks like he has a future and we just need a few more pieces. Maybe he is the guy. I think he has the potential to be a top 15 quarterback in the league, which is good enough to win you a Super Bowl. Dude, I want to die. I want to die. I hate this. I hate it, man. Dude, look. Everybody's um, so happy, is, dude. Is I'm not a, happy about it. I'm just not heartbroken because we didn't I give up you. a whole lot. I mean, I'm not. I'm not distraught about it. Uh, it I love that the chat said that uh, they that he's going to have a better year than Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Sam, Baker Mayfield going to put up I better. Wish runs we had Trevor. What's going to happen? 
Justin Herbert is going to get hurt. Trevor Lawrence is going to turn out to be a bust. Nah, Sean Watson fool? is going to nah. be sorry as hell. And then Baker Mayfield is going to make the playoffs. And Cody Lashney is going to have to have his head explode. Nah, Deshaun's going to be squirting. Thor over there in Los Angeles is going to be putting the electric hammer on him. And listen, you all wish that you had Trevor Lawrence as your fucking quarterback right now, dude. Uh, oh, my God. Like, okay, how about this? No, Tony, you want me to really make you mad? Or, or maybe it'll make you happy. I would have preferred Gardner Minshew than Baker Mayfield. Wow. Wow. How about me that? Too. I wish me we had Minshew <laughs> me too. over fucking Baker fucking Mayfield. I, 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 could, I, I could buy that. I, could I don't have a problem with this Baker because it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. Again, the only con to this, the only con is the cl- the cloudiness that this makes in the direction for Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. It makes the pathway for Matt Corral being a success in Carolina far yep. more difficult in the odds longer, right? Is that the idea is this, is that if Baker Mayfield comes in and has an 8-9 season, an 8-9 game season, you think, oh, man, we can keep working with this. That could be a problem. Um you could have them come in and stink. And then the Carolina Panthers maybe have to fire Matt rule. And, and you're starting to think about, well, you know, what is that? We like Matt Corral is a cool young talent, but look at this. We're picking five in the draft. Maybe we couple some picks and move up and get this CJ Stroud or whoever the next guy that you guys think is going to be freaking awesome in the draft is. And don't talk. No men shoot. No men shoot bad talk in this show. None. Uh, so that, 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 I think the pathway, again, the problem with this is does the pathway and the commitment to Matt Corral become murkier? And I do believe mm-hmm. that's the case mm-hmm. is that with us not making any move at all and just rolling with Sam Darnold, there was a potential pathway for Matt Corral to Maybe even, you know, we, I didn't think there would be one to start week one, but there was the scenario that Cody brought up of him, maybe just electrifying the preseason. Right. But now think about this, truly think about this is, you know what they're going to do if CK was right. And this is a, some sort of competition between Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. You know what they're going to do in the preseason. They're going to give Baker some time. Then they're going to give Sam some time. And then they're going to put Matt Corral in with the bums. Yeah. And and it's not even that clear that, like, you could have just said, you know what? We're going to give the whole preseason to Matt Corral to get as most experience as he can. Sam Darnold's had plenty of time in the NFL and training camps. He's learned playbooks. He's learned this. What the hell is that really going to do for him? And then we're going to see what happens. Right now, you're like two quarterback injuries away from Matt Corral. Two, you know? From injury-prone quarterback. Yeah, and so that is the negative. The positive to this is Baker Mayfield, far more successful in the NFL than Sam Darnold has ever been, Mm -hmm. and it's not even close. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is, is that the real problem with the Sam Darnold trade was the cost of it. Yep. If we would have made the Sam Darnold move for this, it would have been inconsequential. Mm-hmm. There would have been no problem from moving on from Sam Darnold. And I want to know this. Is Panther Pickle brought this up, and they said that Baker had no leverage with the Browns. I want to know what leverage the Jets had with Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. other than just knowing we were thirsty as fuck. Right. I don't. I don't think the trade for Darnold was what was what screwed us over. I think it was the automatic extension for paying for that fifth year option right away without seeing anything. That that's what got either. us. Yeah, that's that what really got help, us. Yeah. I would have taken Sam last year. I was all for it. I think I even said I stand with Sam yeah. after he was three and zero. Like I, I would have taken it for the price without guaranteeing that fifth year right away because then we wouldn't be in the spot. You tethered him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but you realize it benefited us to have Sam Darnold on the roster because it would have been more likely that we would have started with Sam the guy that we traded for rather than the rookie third round quarterback. Right. So that's why right. that's literally what allowed the Panthers to be able to sit on their hands and say, okay, we're going to wait until y'all agree to pay the portion of this contract that we want you to pay. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's literally the best thing that Sam has, has done for them. You're right. Uh, shout, yeah. Uh, uh, real quick. Uh, shout out to heroes path. Uh, Baker career completion percentage, uh, 61.6, uh, Ah, it's all jumbled together, man. I can barely see that. You got to space Hold it out on. a little more. Pull it. He, say, he pull says it. Sam's. He says Sam's best year is Baker's worst year. Yep. And again, like no one is trying to say that Baker Mayfield doesn't clearly have the better film and stat line. I'm no, you are. Yes, nope, nope. Do not back out of this. You talents. said no. They are comparable no, physical no, they're talents. They're not even comparable. And everyone's going to be he's agreeing pull the tape. with me. He's going to pull Everyone's going to be agreeing with me when he's throwing five, six interceptions in uh, two games. No. Maybe. No. M- I'm maybe, not man. letting you say that. Look, no, no, and no. Much Look, better roster. First of all, is no, no, much no, better no, roster. I don't care. I don't care. Don't care. First of all, no, not better roster. You keep oh, saying that, but I, I hate to I hate to remind you, Baker Mayfield was picked number one overall. So that means they were the worst team the year before to get that. So they might have been able to compile a better roster over time, but it wasn't like that from the beginning. Look at this. He's had over 200 more completions, right? He's had 60, he has a 61.6 completion rate. He has 4,000 more passing yards. He has almost two times as many touchdowns. He got nine. So, you know what he does better? He throws touchdowns better. Mm -hmm. And guess what he throws less of? Interceptions. He's only got four more interceptions. I look, this is. He's taken only one more sack. So, this mobility thing, not sure. Much better. He's had, oh, how about this? Let's see. He isn't even that different of 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 a rusher. In fact, to be honest, you could say, I mean, the only thing is that Sam Darnold, and by the way, all of those rushing touchdowns came with the Carolina Panthers last year almost. Not all of them, but I don't want to hear this. That is, mm-hmm. it's fine to not like Baker Mayfield, but to say he doesn't do anything better is just absolutely and patently false. The number slightly more accurate behind a better offensive line. He's got a, uh, I hate to tell you, he's got yeah. a better completion rate than Cam Newton did. So I don't want to. We're not sure. Oh, much better. That. Now you're shitting on Cam Newton in favor nope, of not, Baker nope, Mayfield. Nope, no, I'm just the saying Browns this. Are way better, you're dude. saying slightly better, like it's like not a thing. Well, then if it's not a thing, then it's not a thing for Cam Newton to be like him be that different from cam it's not like it's 70 percent. like maybe it's slightly better but slightly better you know what's not slightly better is the touchdowns and the interceptions mm-hmm. that is clearly better I, I, again yeah. i love how the better team i love how their top 10 offensive line 
and Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham and Rashard Landry and David and Joku. Literally none of them matter to this equation. There's no way that that could be the real difference between the two of them, huh? I love how you're trying to argue that that wide receiver core is better. Like, And you got to put an asterisk and injured Odell Beckham. Yeah, and Odell wasn't there when he was a rookie, by the way. Was Odell there when he was a rookie? Was Odell there on the playoff run? I do want to – I don't know if he was. To any any Browns fans, to any Cleveland Browns fans that are in the chat room right now, is it not true that Odell Beckham Jr. tore his ACL coming back for a pass that was wildly off the mark – by Baker Mayfield. I can't Can wait somebody until Trevor Lawrence gets somebody be confirming this because I mean, I'm guaranteeing you. He's gonna be like, oh no, that guy should have been and able you know to. What? Contort- like like I said, if, if he hadn't torn his ACL now. on that play, Cody, you would not even remember that play at all. I'm saying it's, oh, it's happenstance that he tore his ACL on that play. Otherwise, and you know he's torn you his ACL three times, argument. dude. Yeah, his, you know he's torn that. It's not like he's got a pristine injury history is odell has gotten hurt in everywhere he's been so i'm just saying this it's like that's not Baker has been hurt every single year so is sam darnold so is sam darnold they're terrible players and the only real difference is the talent that's been around them dude oh listen this is my heel turn and i'm embracing it dude hey. i'm the fucking joker of the c3 panthers podcast and i love it dude and i'm gonna keep the same energy until Baker Mayfield proves me wrong. Look, the number is 252-228-5098. Let's go on through with a call. Here, I promise you this. You think Cody's mad? Check out this. Cody Lack, don't worry. I got you. I'm talking that cold cash money shit today, man. This is bullshit, G. Now we have the first and the third pick of the 2018 draft at QB because the, the team that drafted didn't want their pick asses, man. And we were a bunch of clowns, and we were the only fucking team and went and got these bitch-ass motherfuckers, man. What? Somebody make this make sense. It so we're still a two-win team with fucking Baker. What the fuck are you guys talking about? There's no difference between Baker Mayfield and fucking Sam Donald, let alone Teddy Bridgewater's bitch ass, man. We keep doing the same fuck ass shit. I genuinely believe David Tepper don't give a fuck about winning, bro. He don't give a fuck. As long as them fucking blue fucking hunters is rolling into them fucking accounts, bro, he don't give a fuck about winning, bro. Because the moves that he's let these bitch ass fucking front office make does not equate winning, bro. It don't, bro. How the fuck? This is a new age NFL, man. This ain't the old NFL. This is the NFL, not for long, bro. It's always been not for long, bro. And now that we got this fuck ass shit, y'all think we're gonna be a nine? Bro, I'm looking at the Panther comments on Instagram, and these new this fucking Panther fan base makes me fucking sick to my fucking stomach, bro. Y'all a bunch of bitches, man. I can't believe this fucking front off. Rat rule, bro, I've already sent you 50 messages. Go check your inbox, bitch. Baker, you're flooding with my messages right now. No one wants you in Carolina, ho. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. Oh, G baby, <laughs> just going hard, bro. Like, I was listening to him earlier, and I was just like, my God. Well, I mean, here's the thing is G baby is, it's hard to say he's not a fan of this team as emotional yeah. as he gets. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, and uh, you know, whereas about like abortion or something, bro, right, <laughs> right. You know, but that's that's the thing. It's like you're sitting here. I the like we don't always agree with them, and I think Cody and and G Baby are on a on a better on a more common wavelength for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. There's like it's oh, yeah. a. It is a uh, it is a spectrum of people, um, and uh, and and so you have the Cody's and G babies, and then you have the the Tonys and maybe Greg, and then you have those people like smack dab in the middle. Like I really don't think this does anything for us. I don't think it hurts us nearly as bad as people are getting upset over. Like let's be real about something, guys. Like this is not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Like this is a small drop in the bucket. Like we can be upset over it. Or we can just say, hey, listen, if it works out, it works out. At least we didn't trade a second round pick and you know <laughs> other assets along with it to get him. All right. I I wanna be clear, is like I am I think I am middle of the road on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Nah, it's like I think dude. you no, love him. Man. You're so ready to I be think a Baker, Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield makes our team two wins better on paper. Mm-hmm. Than with Ooh. Sam Darnold. Well, it, it, right? it's like I was saying, of, of all the quarterbacks that are there, I think he has the most potential to be the, the, the best quarterback on our roster. I still don't think he's the answer or the guy, but he, it, yeah, I, I got to deal with I, it. He's there I now. agree. Like, yeah. I agree. And I think that the Two floor ones. is higher for Baker Mayfield than it is for Sam Darnold mm-hmm. because Sam Darnold's in the basement mm-hmm. looking up. And I think the ceiling, again, is that if you want to talk about maybe the comparison to Teddy Bridgewater here, is that ultimately was the concern with Teddy Bridgewater, is that is he really enough to do anything then not lose it for you, right? And so I think that that's where I'm at here. I just think that this idea that Sam Darnold has done anything to say, like, I think it's kind of shitting on Baker Mayfield unnecessarily to say you that said, Sam, you said two more wins that you think Baker is good for two more wins. You don't think after, after Sam started three and O last year, you don't think Sam with our improvements on the O line, you don't think he can win two extra games. No, I think that whatever Darnold gives us, so if you think that we could win six, sorry, sorry, tell me what you think we could win with Sam Darnold this year. I say whatever that number is, add two with Baker Mayfield. Same, maybe five. No, I but think again, this if is, it's I, I've already wins, said this. I told comparable. you what my win prediction is. My win prediction before this was six six wins with Sam Darnold. I thought any other thing over that would have been kind of a like a like uh, kind of surprising. We're not favored in any games against the opponent. I thought there was a, a a pathway for us to being bad, but I thought that even with Sam Darnold, we would incrementally be better. Right. So I would just say this is like if we were playing Mother May I and we had Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield, I would have said Sam Darnold take two steps forward. And then I would now I would say Baker Mayfield take four steps forward. Well, real quick, CK, I just want to ask them about what. what Cody just said, Cody, you just said five wins is what you think Darnold's worth. Yeah. This year. Now that's not an improvement from last year, but we, so if that's not an improvement from last year, then I don't think we can use the excuse of the offensive line last year as him being bad. If he gets an improved offensive line and he can't win any more games, then we can't use that as an excuse. Right. Well, to me, it's like Like, a win. Is that between five, between, okay. How about this? 
I think for how much y'all were sucking. With Sam Darnold as our starter or Baker Mayfield as our starter, it doesn't matter. Either Sam or Baker, Uh I think the Panthers are good for between five to seven wins. Okay. And that's why, and by the way, that's why it pisses me off. It's not because the Panthers are a worse team because of this trade. No, it's that the Panthers continuously accept mediocre performance from the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you look at the playoffs last year and you saw Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow slinging the rock all over the football field, and by the way, they were all in similar draft classes around the same time, there's a reason why Baker Mayfield has never looked like that because he's not that kind of player. And he doesn't represent that kind of ceiling. So it, it, it's the same thing with Teddy Bridgewater. Same thing with Sam Darnold. They're not going to depend on a quarterback. They're going to build up the rest of the team. And they're going to hope that their quarterback can do just enough to not fuck it up. What makes you believe that Matt Corral can be that? I think he has much superior arm talent. I think that he is better he at going through progressions. Hold on. Let me finish. I think he has a better throwing motion. I think he's much faster. Uh, I think he's better at. No, why do you think he could be a top field? talent? I didn't ask why he couldn't be better than Baker, but you just gave me. You made a list of quarterbacks who have like it's it's like saying this is like you pick just the most the greatest examples potentially. You talked about one Joe Burrow Should who I won not a be? national championship. Won a national championship. Let's be clear about that. This ain't somebody that just showed a and little bit. The only person on that list, and you cannot, I mean, you might have been saying that, oh, projecting him to be good, but Josh Allen did not show any, like, didn't have any success in college. Four, and on top of that, years. it took him, yeah, it took him a little while to Two where years. people, yep. yeah, he looked like he was on meth the first time he went into uh, the playoff game. Do you remember that wild eye where he jumped and he, Fumble the ball backwards and stuff. He has had his moments. What I'm saying is this: is you just use second year. Okay, what though has Matt Corral other than just because you said this? Like, is that does that mean that these are just laboratory experiments? Why hasn't if Matt Corral is such a look at Trevor? Trevor Lawrence struggled last year. Mm Yeah. And he had never lost a game. Team. He hadn't had a losing season since he was four years old, dude. So yeah. did Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was right. terrible. His right. I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is going to be bad. Not saying that. But what you are is you're so convinced that Matt Corral is going to be good. And I'm just interested in, like, why hasn't he had more success in his pe- in his career up to now? Well, so I was actually just watching a video about it this morning. Matt Corral has an incredible story, and I highly suggest that people dig into it. If you're just talking X's and O's from a football perspective, one, I better than play. Trevor Lawrence. Dude, let me finish. How about that? <laughs> one, he played in the SEC against SEC caliber competition for two years and had a really good level of success. That matters when you're playing SEC defenses. On top of that, the dude can throw the football 75 yards, maybe even more than that. The dude has premier arm talent, and he has one of the craziest throwing motions that you'll ever see. It's so tight and compact. Uh, dude, he really is a lot – he has a lot of flexibility 
in his arms and his upper torso. He has good hip rotation. He doesn't drift around the quarterback. He anticipates pressure well. And part of it is, is I've never seen Matt Corral play uh, NFL football. So at least there's an air of mystery to it. I feel like I have seen the very height of the ceiling for Baker Mayfield. And I'm telling you, it's not as high as everyone's making it out to be. Hope I'm wrong. Don't think I am. We'll see. Can I can I also say this? I don't know if you guys did. The moment that we had the news break, you see the obviously the Carolina Panthers are going to put out a highlight reel of, of Baker Mayfield. I watched this highlight reel with very little exci- excitement about what Baker Mayfield's going to bring. I don't like right. it's not like it's not very exciting. Like it's not it's not to where it's like bad, but even some of his good plays are bad plays. Like we had very similar with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I, I think, and I hate to say this, I think this is another Teddy Bridgewater situation with him. Yep. Mm, okay. and that I, is I, the wrong quarterback. Look, hey, go go watch some of his those throws and tell me how many of those were in perfect stride and how many of those were underthrown because he can, he does not have the arm strength to get the ball I, down. I, the I agree. I agree. I do, I think Baker is an average quarterback. Yeah. Right. I believe he's an average quarterback. I believe like in good circumstances, he could be a middle of the pack quarterback. Uh, And I and I think that that's I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's okay. But my whole point has been that Sam Darnold hasn't shown us that he is anything close to average. He's never even been in it. And then I just think this is that I, I do like the confidence you have in your evaluation of Matt Corral so much. But at the same time, it's hard to be successful in the NFL. Just is. Trevor Lawrence was the most talented, accomplished quarterback prospect since Peyton Manning, maybe Andrew Luck. And they still had moments of difficulty and struggle, right? So I do believe that, hey, I'm excited that Matt Corral could offer have a future. And again, that's the con to this trade is the pathway of Matt Corral getting behind center has now been elongated or the timeline yes. has been elongated, right? Much further and, and away. That's ever- where we got to come to a consensus here is that I think we can agree Baker is improvement over Sam. But then at the end of the day, the question mark is how much is this the now is this? I mean, there there could be one thing, and that is that Baker Mayfield is being brought in so that we're not as bad as we were last year, that we continue to improve, and the idea is to do what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith, and that is have Matt Corral sit for a year, and then we're going to part ways with Baker Mayfield, and we're going to go with the rookie and have some guts and some moxie the following year. Now, that's going to be a tough – I mean, it's possible. I want to continue to thank – a hero's path. He's been very generous with the super chats. Uh, Two dollars. He says, "I'd rather pay eighteen million for fifty-four TDs or nine million for or nine million. You rather? He's asking a question. Would you rather pay eighteen million for fifty-four TDs or nine million for ninety-two TDs? The sad part is, you got to pay for both. Yeah, but that just tells me that no one's listening." And they're just calling me a hater because it's easy to no, do. No, you're just being. No, that's one thousand percent what it is. I'm saying Baker Mayfield was on a superior offense. Yeah, if you put a good team around him, he can make it run. 
dude, in my mind, there's no difference between a Baker Mayfield, a Jimmy Garoppolo, a Teddy Bridgewater. And if Sam Darnold had his best possible year this year, I think at his height, that's the most that he would also be capable of. The Panthers are addicted to basic bitch quarterbacks, mm. and they're going to continue to do it until they get punished enough into actually making better decisions. Right, that's what I'm add another To add another layer to that question about the touchdowns and how much you're paying, it's not just the touchdowns either, and it's not just the salary. It's also Sam Darnold cost way more in draft capital than what we cost what it costs for uh Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold cost so much more money in comparison and to Baker. So yeah. much more draft capital. So when mm-hmm. you look at it from that perspective, even like there is a value in what you're getting out of Sam at out of Baker Mayfield. The problem is we've already paid the price for Sam Darnold. He's already on the team. So we're just doubling down. I like I said, I don't I am not nearly as upset as G Baby and Cody, right? Mm-hmm. I am not excited. Like, I don't really think that this is a needle mover. I don't think that right. I think we're, if anything, there's only upside this brings, right? There's uh, as far as this year. Now for the future of the Carolina Panthers, where the argument about Matt Corral comes into play. Sure. There's, there's an argument that this may set us back in some way, shape or form. If, uh, if we have, Baker come out here and just show out and he's all of a sudden like a really good quarterback. <clears throat> but I'll tell you what, what would be even smarter about this. We play Baker Mayfield for the first five games. He is just destroying stuff or he's at least showing that he's a competent quarterback. Well, guess what? That fifth round pick we traded away. We're going to get at least a second or a third round pick. If he starts to come out and show he's that, that guy who was 2020. Point. Yeah. Right. Because there's going to be somebody who's going to be in need of a quarterback, either because of injury or Seattle's actually better than they thought, and they're just one piece away, and they're it's that QB, and mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? Maybe we're seeing what what, what he's doing over there with the Carolina Panthers. Maybe uh, maybe maybe he's uh, he's got what maybe he's he, he is the guy that we should go after, and maybe we can make a midseason trade. But do I think we're that smart? I don't know. But I, that would be an ideal scenario. So, Grant, hold that thought. One quick, one quick thing. I want to read this. Uh, this uh, I've had this up on the screen for a minute. David Newton put out the Panthers Super Bowl odds went from one twenty-five to one to one hundred and one to one hundred to one at Caesar's Sportsbook after Baker Mayfield deal was announced. The odds to win the NFC jumped from sixty to one to fifty to one, and odds to win the NFC South went from twelve to one to eleven to one. So it's a marginal jump, and that's what that's what Vegas but it is didn't us. it didn't sit still, right? It, it moved a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. And it but didn't it's like go no down. one, no one is like truly expecting. Like, would it would it be ridic- It would be ridiculous for it to be anything more than that, Cody. I mean, like you know, what I'm saying, like yeah. I think that, like, is that I think that is what we expected the numbers to do. Mm-hmm. Slightly better. That's uh, what you said. Two and, wins better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And two, two more, two more things, and now I promise I'll pass. Got to get through these you calls. Good. Yeah, hold on. Hero's Path, $2, says uh, Cam took us to the Super Bowl with scrub wideouts. Appreciate the two bucks. And I, I favorited this, a Browns fan. He said, as a lifelong Browns fan, all Carolina fans have my sympathies. And that's one. They mean, weren't saying of, that two a, years a lot ago. Of Browns, a lot of Browns fans have been very upset with Baker Mayfield for a long time. 
That's all I'm saying. Browns fans well, have gotten more wins. So upset. Yeah, for they've so gotten more long. wins. He's only been Baker in the Mayfield. league four years. Four years, exactly. They've gotten more wins from Baker Mayfield in the last four years, and they've gotten him what the last ten or fifteen. Yeah. And no matter what Baker Mayfield gave you, you should be happy about that. Like you're I in no you position, that. Browns fans, to be upset about a seven-win te- season. One se- based one on what your last is year success, is and it goes to your head. I wanted to ask, uh, so this is crazy now. So we traded for Sam Darnold. We play the Jets week one. We trade for Baker Mayfield. We play the Browns week one. Is that weird? That, that's really weird, right? Hey, at the very minimum, we just pay $5 million to get a win. Maybe. Like inside yeah. Intel. Yeah. Like we just want to yeah. know about your defense. We want to know about all the <laughs> tendencies. Like, I mean, yeah. all right. All right. Let's go on with the next goal. Man, I'm going to be honest, man. I look at it this way, dude. Baker did for us what he's going to do for y'all. He took us to the playoffs. He broke the records. He broke. I mean, this guy broke a couple records, man. Carolina needs a guy like him, a gunslinger. And pairing him with Christian McCaffrey and uh, Higgins. Heck, y'all got Higgins. I mean, that's our old that, that's our old wide receiver. That was Baker's best friend. I think y'all got the complete package. Browns fan coming in saying we got a good deal here. Let's go back here. You you think that's a voice of reason? Here comes G Baby. Hey Cody Lack, this is G Baby. One more time, Doc. Don't let up on these motherfuckers, G. I promise Never, you, Doc. Bro. On everything I love, bro, we will have the last lap on this shit, bro. I swear I to God, know. let these motherfuckers they talk shit. Let them run their mouths because as soon as the season is done, we will have a last lap. And you guys heard it here first. In the 2023 NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers will own that number one fucking pick. I promise you. No way. I'm out, man. That's fucked up. Cody Lack, get it. I got it. Hey, yeah. man. I I'm, like, I, I'm, like I said, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know if we'll be number one pick bad, but, hey, I'm telling you, it, like th- this is not the upgrade that everybody thinks it is. Maybe I'm just a hater. And, by the way, the same guy said, uh, hey buddy, we were saying He's that two years ago. Yeah. He said he said the team, and this is what I this is literally verbatim what I have been saying. He said the team took the Browns to the playoffs, not Baker. And by the way, if the Panthers make the playoffs, it'll also be the same thing. The team went to the playoffs. Point of order: the Browns have sucked for the last ten plus years easily. They've had n- number one draft picks, top two and three draft picks for the last ten years. They've had great teams with that mindset of having great young players for the last few years and no other quarterbacks taking them until Baker Mayfield did it. Just saying he's the best quarterback y'all have had. The Browns have had in my lifetime that I can think of, but I haven't been a Browns fan. I'm not, once again, I'm not cheering for Baker Mayfield to be the quarterback. I'm not like, I just hate the un unbiased hate on the guy. Who's yep. clearly a slight upgrade from what we had that we got for dirt cheap. I mean, it's kind you of know? like an Alex Smith story to yeah. me. Is that this is like? Um, how about this? Is would you? How many quarterbacks in the league are significantly better than him? You know, uh, are the Giants' quarterback better? Is Car- would you say Car- Carson Wentz is better? Would you say? Um, I said Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, um, Drew Locke go around the league like you know what I'm saying is that is that he's not at the bottom and guess who was at the bottom Sam Darnold and who's been at the the bottom for the entire time I just think is that he's not going to be great and he's not going to be awful 
right? Uh, Sam Darnold, I think, I mean, uh, Baker Mayfield, I think, jumps back, is able to shrug off challenges a little bit better. That, I think, has been Sam Darnold's biggest weakness, is that once he starts to fall apart, it just yeah. spirals the toilet Rumbles. and spirals the toilet. And I would like to remind you guys how much y'all were sucking off Sam Darnold after that Houston Texans win last year and how this team was going to be so good. And Tony came in here hammered. I remember it too. And people were like, oh, you're being such a negative Nancy. And I was like, man, I didn't see oh, yeah. Jack. I didn't see Jack that made me feel good. Right. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So like here is like it's not like I just was like uh, I mean is that hey it can't be any worse can't be any worse let's keep going uh, to the calls. What's up guys? Uh, just got wind that Baker coming to Carolina. Um, I don't like the move. Um, you know, no fight against him, but you know, in Cleveland, that team was stacked from the offensive line. Uh, he had. You know, he had playmakers at the skill positions, um, backfield, full studs at running back. And, you know, um, the results just weren't good. And now he's going to come here with an offensive line that, yeah, we got a nice draft. You know, we, we, we had a nice addition in free agency and had a nice draft pick. But we still, you know, we don't have anything solidified here. Um, so it, it's a, you know, it's in motion. It's in process. Um Running back position, um, McCaffrey hasn't been healthy for the last two years. And, you know, I just don't see it working out. Um, if Corral would have played, at least we could have, you know, it would have been a clean slate. We could have seen what he could have become, but we have already seen what Baker can do under pristine conditions. And now, you know, the Corral project is going to be pushed to the back. Um, also, you know, we'll just be mediocre at best, and we could possibly miss out on a high draft pick yep. quarterback for the 2023. Um, That's our MO. Maybe. So I Maybe. just, again, That's I just don't do. see a plan. I just don't see the Panther organization thinking things out. And it's amazing that Wool uh, still has a job. And, and like the other caller said earlier, I don't see him being fired. I think he's going to be here for the next seven years. So, I'm um, just not really happy about it. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, man. And hey, I, I was, dude, I was watching Matt Corral highlights before we started. We might never see Matt Corral. Matt Corral might be another Jordan Love, just stuck, just or stuck what, somewhere where, where, where he's never going to see the field, man. Who's the guy we got I mean, from honestly, West Virginia? A couple you know years what? ago. Who cares if he's Jordan? Man, I would love to have Aaron Rodgers. I, I, oh, I, you're thinking of the guy that Will Greer. Will let, Greer, let, yeah. Let me put this out, though, about the Matt Corral. Is that this, there is a scenario this actually may help Matt Corral. And I know okay. this sounds strange, but there was an opportunity. If you're saying this, that Baker Mayfield's success is entirely because of the team. First of all, every quarterback i mean the better team you're on the more success you're gonna have right i mean like that is there are rare instances in the nfl where good great like quarterbacks alone and cam newton might have been one of those except for he had a great defense on the other side of the ball right but had this what if matt corral goes out there this year and stinks you know just struggles as a rookie 
like acceptably could, right? Again, you're not ready to say Trevor Lawrence is done because he had one difficult year. So there is a reasonable scenario that Matt Corral gets out there, Sam Darnold stinks, and it turns out the Carolina Panthers just aren't that good. And Matt Rule, I mean, and Matt Corral stinks. Well, you know what that does is that you could be finishing with a top draft pick. You could be finishing with a new coach, right? And Matt Corral could be a byword too then. So it almost is like this is what may be a good scenario is that the Carolina Panthers get incrementally better, but not enough uh, to where you want to stick with Baker Mayfield. And Matt Corral shows you enough in the preseason and and, and then in the study room and the maturity that you pull the Patrick Mahomes move the following year. It's possible. Well, let, let me so hey, uh, let me uh, read the dono to uh, Menekpera, the great Baker played in a tough division and beat the Bengals. So, yeah, I appreciate the the two dollars, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, listen, I, I was pumped for Matt Corral, but to what you were saying, Tony, at least if we saw him, we would be able to know the context. Mm-hmm. Was it was the play on him? Is he just terrible? Or is it the team around him? Like, say what you want about Trevor Lawrence. If you go and look up that guy's rookie highlights, oh, you can clearly see what you want at the quarterback position. He does make some incredible plays. Mm -hmm. At least you know after seeing him, no matter how bad his rookie season might be, at least you have an idea of what type of talent you're going to be working with for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Now, Joy, now uh, Matt Corral is not going to get that. And I'm telling you, how many scenarios do you see playing out where the Panthers don't sign Baker after this year? Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Let's say the Panthers. Yeah, like, let's Okay. If, if the Panthers win one more game than they did last year, are they letting Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold walk out the door? Yeah. Or is they going to continue I, I, yeah. to build around Baker Mayfield? I think it depends on where they're at in the draft position and like what they're looking at, like what you can get out of Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, like what you could do if, if they're in a position to move up for maybe another quarterback, maybe a top quarterback. Then yeah, I think they let they they don't let them. Well, I guess they'd have to let them walk, wouldn't they? I got they, no, they no problem letting with. these fools walk, yeah. man. And I yeah. say but this, the Panthers. I, say, I think this is well. Look, as I don't know, the Panthers haven't done what I've wanted them to do in a lot of scenarios. Right. All right. So but I will tell you this is that for me, what I would say is this is anything under 10 wins this year. Mm-hmm. I'm 100 percent comfortable with just saying, all right, well, that was a good season. Thank you, Baker, for your service. And let them walk. But yeah. that's all we needed. Yeah. That's all we I think when you hit the 10 win marker, it becomes more complicated. You're a competitor then, I think. I think 10 wins yeah. is the mark of a competitive team. Double digit. Yeah. And I know. think nine is like just backing in. Mm-hmm. Just backing in. I'm sorry. I just don't, you know, is that now? I mean, also the way you win could be some issues too. Just like if you had Corral in the way you lost, you could go two and 15 and you could see a lot of things out of Matt Corral that can make you feel good. Right. But I mean, if the Carolina Panthers win 10 games and, and Baker Mayfield's a big part of that, then you're like, wait a second. Hey, Maybe it would be premature to just move on. But mm-hmm. if Baker, if we win nine wins and Baker Mayfield is just kind of ancillary to that, then I don't think it's a problem. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, and that's how I feel is I think this is finally 
where I will say I'm I'm happy this is we didn't overplay it this time. Mm-hmm. The only the real good thing about this, and that's the Sam Darnold thing was just so freaking bizarre. And Greg brought up a great position is not only did you put up this draft capital, but then you committed to another year. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of this. I I'm tired. What I'm tired of is committing to people longer than they deserve. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like about what the Browns did with Deshaun Watson is screw that jerk. Don't give him a pay. Like it's already, you already had to trade the dang farm for him. You already right. had to trade the farm, but like now you're going to give him a pay raise. You had to trade the farm for Sam Darn. And this is what I got mad about with the Teddy Bridgewater thing is what had Teddy Bridgewater done other than sit in the same room with Sean Payton and Joe Brady, right? To deserve more than one year. I think Mm -hmm. these guys are fine. If you want to tell me they're a veteran quarterback that could potentially be the bridge and you think they could be a reclamation proctor, I'm from the show me state. Show me first, then Mm -hmm. I'll pay you, Mm -hmm. right? So at least the pan, you know, that's the, the, the good news is here is that we didn't sink too much. Right. So you can be upset very much, Cody, about the prospect of Baker Mayfield, but at least you're not upset about the cost of them. I think that listening to this and listening to the Panthers fan base, this is very fresh. I think what Cody, you two are the most upset about, and I can understand this with the Baker Mayfield thing, is because we drafted Corral. Like, I, I, if we hadn't drafted a quarterback in, in the draft and this would have happened, I don't think you would have been nearly as upset about the situation. And I get that. Because like what we're talking about, it does it, it limits corral and it kind of makes it almost like a waste of pick. But I think that is the source point that most people are most upset about was the fact that we drafted corral and we did this. It was one or the other. All right, yeah. let's go on to the next call. Yo, what's good? C three is JD the before. Yeah, uh, I just woke up a little while ago to this news. And I'm trying to refrain from passing judgment. I've already spoken my piece on how I felt about Baker. I, I truly do feel like he and Sam are one and the same, and that Baker just happened to be in a better Thank situation. Thank All that being said, the deal itself is not terrible, but like a, condi- a conditional, conditional fifth round two years from now, and we're only paying the dude like around five million. That ain't that. That's, that's actually like I, I like I like how they finesse. The Browns for that, but only time will tell if it works out. Um, that being said, the same reason I said I didn't want Baker had as little to do because if, if we want to say our team is much improved, then our team is improved. So Baker, if he's the starter, he's walking into a good situation like what he had with Browns, and we all saw what he did with the Browns. I ain't going to go there. My point with Baker was the same issue I had with Teddy, their attitudes. Why Big Jordan has a video up on his channel detailing Baker's leadership. That ain't the type of QB you want. That ain't the type of player, period. That ain't the type of player you want in any locker room. Like, so when y'all get a chance to, and let, or if Cody plays the video, y'all go check out that video. That dude ain't no leader. He toxic as hell. But hey, if we get wins, who cares, right? Winning cures all, so. It's, it's truly the wait and see type. What's this video? Why Big Jordan has a video up on his channel 
Detailing. Hey, why big? Put the name of the. I, I was looking for it earlier. Put the name of the exact video in the comments, and I'll go pull it up um, right. to play. If it doesn't have a bunch of, if it doesn't have a bunch of copywritten shit in it. But dude, JD, but yo, JD is one of my disciples, bro. He's on my team. I'm telling you, like the 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 difference between Sam and Baker is marginal. And Baker might be a little bit better, whatever. But the difference between the two is marginal. And the only reason people think different is because Baker was on a far superior football team. I mean, that's what I've said since since day one. But so but you're saying that he can play. You're right. And I, I get what you're saying. You're saying he can play well behind a good team. My question is, do you think with Carolina's revamped offensive line, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, that he can play well? That's that's all I really want to know is like I, I hear people saying he had a great team and that's why he played so well. Well, do we think Carolina has that because we have a much improved offensive line? I would argue our wide receiver core is just as good as theirs. You know, um, Chris, running back, they may have had two a dual great running back, but I think Christian McCaffrey, when healthy, is the best running back in the NFL. So like can ba if Baker can if we say he's good behind a good team. Is Carolina a good enough team for him to be that scared. good? Because if so, then why, what's wrong with him? You know? Yeah, that's why they're worried. All right, know, go man. ahead. Read the, read the donuts. Yep. So uh, let me make sure Cody that stressed we're all me out right up here. I mean, hey, man. I just tell it like it is, and people get upset at me, you know? Uh, uh Men, I love you. Men, men, no, it's men compare. Men, men compare, compare yeah. the great. Thank you so much. This Baker played in a tough division and beat the Bengals. This is true. Okay. Uh, any arm or one, keep pounding, guys. And men compare us as if you think Matt Corral is the answer. You smoking crack? Oh, shit. Hey, man, come hit some of this pipe I got, you know, that crack pipe, bro. Uh, if your team sucks, so will your quarterback. And, yeah, that's that's generally too. And, by the way, that's what I've been saying for Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has never played on a good offensive line. There are some guys that can make that work, Joe Burrow being one of them. Sam Darnold is clearly not Joe Burrow. But you saw early in the year when you build the team around him, he can make some things happen. We started 3-0, and and our defense was purring. So, with that being said, that is exactly who I think Baker Mayfield is. Yeah, if you put some pieces around him, fine. He's never going to elevate your football team. And we basically traded for an identical talent in in, in Baker Mayfield. So nice. um, if that I makes me know the villain, this. I'll be all right, the villain. So I feel like this. All right, so Brink and M. Yes, who are the four Heisman Trophy winners that have been on the Panthers? <sighs> Uh, well, number one is now Baker Mayfield is one, right? Tim Biaka Batuka is one, and Cam Newton is one. Who is the fourth? Christian McCaffrey didn't win the Heisman, did he? No. I'm trying to think. Uh, it wouldn't have been Kerry Collins. I was going to ask if Kerry Collins did. I wasn't Cam sure. Newton, Maybe Baker Mayfield. Steve Berline or somebody back in the day. Like somebody. Did Chris Winkie win? win? Because he, I know he was Ooh, really good yeah, in college. That's what I bet you it is. I bet you it's Chris Winkie. Yeah. Because I, th I think he, he yep. may have. Yep. Yep. So 
Chris Winkie, Tim Biakabatuka, Cam Newton, and now Baker Mayfield. Um, all right, uh, let's go on with the next call. Yeah, my name's Andy. I'm actually calling from Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, just a brief message. I want to tell you guys for our Carolina Panthers, you know, you guys are actually getting a good quarterback. You know, I just don't think uh, the quarterback was just a good – I don't think Baker was a good fit just for Cleveland or Kevin Stefanski's offense, you know, the way he wanted to run it. So you guys are definitely getting a player that's going to bring passion. He's going to give it all. And if you really look at the stats, you know, he had a good – uh, first year. I mean, he broke the record with, uh, I think, what, 33 or 34 touchdown passes as a rookie, you know, and we all know that, uh, um, God, what's that quarterback? <laughs> the Rams, uh, not the Rams, but the, uh, the Chargers, uh, Herbert, you know, he broke it a couple of years later, you know, and then we all know what he did with the Browns a couple of years ago, won our first playoff game, you know, in Pittsburgh, got hurt last year. I'm going to tell you, he comes back healthy. You guys are going to have a good season, you know, at least something to, you know, talk about at least. So, you know, I'm actually uh, pulling for Baker. I'm not a Carolina fan, but, you know, hopefully he's going to help you guys out. Um, that's it. I don't know if I'm supposed to leave, uh, stay on the message. If not, you can call me back. So you got caller ID. All right, man. I love it, dude. Uh, yeah. Thank you. We needed that. Uh, first, we needed a little insight from somebody who's watched him closely. You know, we're watching people from afar. Uh, you do bring that back is 33 touchdowns. I tell you that he did that. That's something he did that Sam Darnold didn't do his rookie year. Um, on top of that, uh, let's see. Oh, I saw somebody say he's definitely. Oh, here, why big Jordan? He's definitely doesn't fit big McAdoo's offense. Well, I actually disagree with that. I don't know what. I mean, the only thing that like what is that you have to believe then that he doesn't read defense as well. Right. Uh, because Ben McAdoo's office, fo- folks, is like, we really don't know. And this is the other thing is like, I, I'm the country. Cody and I disagree. Maybe this is what's made this co-host relationship pretty good on this podcast is we don't agree on everything. Is that Cody is bought in and maybe I'm, I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth that this, that Matt Rule wants to be a power running team, that they want to run the ball and blah, blah, blah. I think Matt Rule just says whatever he wants that week that makes people feel better. Right. And I can give you a long list of crap that he's done from the very first week after immediately after uh, we, we gave 33 touches in week one to Christian McCaffrey against the jets. He comes out and he's like, yeah, we got to really mix it up more and we got to make sure we predict why, because the whole noise was about overusing Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. Then after that giants game, it was the giants game where the offense just couldn't do anything. And we had one of the worst performances offensively in the history of the Carolina Panthers. Didn't even get 170 yards of total offense that day. He comes out and he goes, we got to run the ball 30. And he gives the old Parcel quote, right? I think he just says that shit. I don't think he really means any of it. And if he did really mean that he wants to be a power running team, Ben McAdoo is not the guy to bring in here. Ben McAdoo, even in his opening press conference, says, you know, I know he said to I know, you know, you guys know I like to pass the ball. He said, but I know that the running game has to be part of it. And he also says that you can use the passing game like the running game screen passes. That's what Ben McAdoo likes to do. He actually has a very kind of like 
bring it in higher percentage passes. It was, and that's actually what he helped Eli Manning come back, is Eli Manning was in an offense that was a little bit more reminiscent of the Mike Shula offense, which is run, run, take deep shot, run, run, take deep shot. And the problem with the Mike Shula offense in Carolina is that there were just low percentage throws at times, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's actually how we defended Cam Newton's kind of less than stellar accuracy is like, you're like, well, you know what? You're taking these shots that actually are very hard passes to make at the time. And so you can compare him to another quarterback that has 70 cent per completion rate, like a Teddy Bridgewater, but they just dump, 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 dump. Right. Right. It's not the same. Not every throw you could throw 20 throws and they not all the same throw. So I don't think that Ben McAdoo's offense is necessarily predicated on some deep shot game. It seems to be get the ball out quick. All right. Uh, and I think that Christian, I, I really see Christian McCaffrey continuing to get 100 catches in that offense. I just want to know what is it that, why does Sam Darnold, why does Baker Mayfield not fit that offense? Now I can understand if this was a, a game that was predicated on the deep ball, you saying Sam uh, Baker Mayfield, because Baker Mayfield doesn't have a cannon. He just simply doesn't have a cannon. He can get the ball downfield. He's got an arm that isn't like as a missile bazooka as Sam Darnold, but isn't as noodle as Teddy Bridgewater. It's kind of somewhere in between. He's an Alex Smith arm to me. It's not great, but it's not awful. Mm -hmm. So I just want to know why does he not fit the Ben McAdoo offense? Yeah, I I mean, I think he does. And that's part of the reason why I didn't want to trade, because for all that we're going to ask him to do, it's not very involved. So, again, I'm not saying that this is that the Panthers are worse because of this trade. Hey, maybe he can run the offense just fine, just spotless. But things are going to go wrong. You're playing football. Things are going to go wrong. And a lot of people are saying, no, well, they want to throw the ball more because of Ben McAdoo's offense. Listen, you better hope that the Panthers are a run-first offense because if we're going to ask Baker Mayfield to air it out, I guarantee you he's going to be an interception machine. The Browns fans say that a Baker Mayfield special is two touchdowns, two interceptions, a little over 200 yards and a win. He's an average quarterback. He does not put us over the edge. I hope I'm wrong. Don't think I am. Okay. All right. Let's keep going. Tell me if this is the same car. Hey, what's up, y'all? Part, part two of Forrest's call. Nope. Um, I usually don't get cut off like that, but, but I, I just got to get my shit off, man. I was really wrapping up. Like, just wanted to say, like, I say all this to say, of course, like, I'm going to root for the team. I'm not rooting for Baker to, 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 to shit the bed or for us to be a top five pick next year or anything like that, man. I just – you have to – Give us something to be excited about, man. And Baker Mayfield with a bum-ass shoulder on a one-year deal after his team literally ran him out of town in favor for a rapist. Like, that's not – we're not getting excited about that, man. There's, there's nothing really to look forward to for the future because now it's just like, all right, cool. Um, let's see what next year goes. And we're hoping against hope that we can be better than expected because what are what are our realistic expectations now with Baker Mayfield at quarterback? Can we be honest? Like, what are our realistic expectations? Are we going to be better than anything that he did in Cleveland? Because I'm going to tell you right now, like, we have good players, we have good weapons, but 
he was with a team that 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 should be able to complement the strength of a quarterback. He wasn't able to take advantage of like a, a great running game, great defense, great offensive line. Even though it was great, it was, it was good. But like we just thought he wasn't able to take advantage of the things that typically a quarterback can take advantage of, especially when you're coming in the league and you're you're really trying to learn the ropes to have the game slow down for you. He's in year four, coming off maybe one of his worst years. You could say, yeah, he was injured. But guess what, y'all? He's a Carolina Panther now. And if he gets injured, he's going to be injured for our fucking team. So, like, <laughs> it, it just doesn't make sense to me, man. Like, I'm, like, I, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm being so fucking negative. I tell you where it does make sense is this, is David Tepper is tired of having a losing. Like he just, you know what? I think a win for him is just not having a losing season at this point. And you can't have a 500 season anymore. Right. 17 games. It's either a winning season or a losing season. It's kind of like, is this, is they are, they're (sighs) begging and pleading to get to nine wins. No matter, you know, is that that's like the Super Bowl. Like if the idea, if your idea is playoffs and Super Bowl is like in your mind and your heart, then you're going to be disappointed all day, every day. Now, I would tell you this is, you know what? Nobody saw this winning, going to the Super Bowl in 2015. Right. We were seven, eight and one the year before. Right. So I guess maybe you should always hope that it's your year to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But I haven't in the last year, if any year, set my heart on like I've really. I don't know. It's like I haven't. I don't even remember what a winning season feels like at this point. It's been yeah. since 2017. Mm-hmm. So is that this? Is that it? Would be a fresh of breath air for us to just get some wins. And I don't care. You know, what I'm saying like it would. It's going to make us a little bit easier to talk about. Look here, Teddy Bridgewater. Think about this. All the shit we did with Teddy Bridgewater. All the shit and this and that. We just didn't get any wins either. Right. Right. So it was like, is that we that's part of the fuel and the catalyst for us dumping on Teddy Bridgewater. But if the Panthers would have gone 11 and uh, five that year with Teddy Bridgewater, sure, we probably would have said, oh, it was in spite of Teddy, not because of him. But hey, this and that. But we would have been happy. We got 11 wins. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, right now, I just want to get more than five wins. Please, right. just please. Let's go to the next. Uh, hey, real quick. The don't uh, uh, heroes passes. Why are we mad at paying peanuts for a winner? Not mad at paying peanuts. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but he's not a winner. And shout out to 19 EHF. If Baker couldn't cut it with the best O-line and running game and OBJ, what makes y'all think he could cut it with our bottom 10 roster? He's Kirk Cousins light and too inconsistent. Thank you, 19 EHF. Mm. Dude, I consider... Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Alex Smith type, they're all the same player to me. They're, Cousins they're could air it out, they though. Can, I wouldn't they say they're the good. same player. It's like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Teddy Bridgewater literally can't throw the ball deep. Yeah, Cousins can, right? And he smoked us in that two-minute drill. Everybody's like, there's a veteran. Remember when he smoked us in that? And they were like, look at that veteran. Here's the thing, though. is Kirk Cousins cost $45 million a year. Right. Look, all I'm saying is I'm not saying it's wrong because I haven't looked it up, but show me the stats where he had the best offensive line and the best running game. And then look and then don't say OBJ because it was an injured OBJ after an injury and he got injured that year. Um, And let's not forget, even if he had all that, he smoked us last time he played us. Embarrassing. I think it was probably the worst loss we've had since the, the minus the 
giants stomping us. They had a top eight. They had a top eight offensive line according to Pro Football Focus last okay. year. Uh, Nick Chubb is a beast, bro, and they got Kareem Hunt after he beat up that person, so they kind of stumbled into that. Right now, they have not had any problems taking on people that have had any uh, issues. Nick Chubb, though, you know what? People slept on Nick Chubb. I watch, I'm Georgia. Fan. My wife's family like is That dude was member. You know, no, uh, not no Sean Marino, who I loved him. He was a former Georgia player. Uh, remember the they took the other guy the the Pats took the other running back ahead of Nick Chubb. Dummies. They uh, There was a two-headed monster in Georgia that year with Nick Chubb and one other guy, and they took the the kind of pass-catching one, and Nick Chubb turned out to be a monster. But, yeah, they do have a good running game, right? I mean, oh, like – I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, so – I just don't know if it was number one, but but I I didn't look it up either, so I can't say it's wrong. Right. They have had, like, they got two good backs right now there. Um, So here, look, but the Carolina Panthers have a good back. I just don't like it. I just don't like the arguments like, oh, well, Baker was on a good team. Well, like, first of all, they're the Browns. So let's be careful with how good they are. That doesn't mean anything. Just because you said they're the Browns, that means less than nothing. Dude, they've been to one play. It's arguable. Like I said. Like I it said, do you team. do you not believe Carolina with what the people I put out there, Christian McCaffrey, healthy Christian McCaffrey, the offensive line we have, and the wide receiver core we have? Do you not think that's a good team to be behind for any quarterback? Like I feel like it is. Yeah, I feel like if, if we stay no, healthy, we have a decent team for a quarterback like Baker Mayfield. Like I said, I'm not advocating, I'm not cheering for this guy, but he's here. I feel like we have an adequate team for him to play yeah. well enough to for us to be a decent team. Yeah, Sony yeah. Michelle is the name, people. The thanks chat. The chat is undefeated as always. Let's go. Hey, real stuff. quick before hey, we go man. on, uh, before we go on, another two dollars from Heroes Path said Watson and Hopkins, uh, and still had less wins than Baker. Let me ask all this: Did you think that if the Buffalo Bills didn't have Josh Allen last year, that that team is a Super Bowl contender? I don't think anybody's trying to argue that point. Yeah. Right. So, meaning. You, uh, if you have a really good roster and some really good pieces, which most Panther fans think that we do, and then you add an elite quarterback under center, it takes you to the next but we level. We weren't getting an elite quarterback, Cody. Exactly. We're just not getting one of them. E- like, that's not Corral. in the cards. That's, the why, I, that's why I hit the trade. Elite one is bullshit. But, but the thing is, you don't have to – if you have a talented roster, yes, an elite quarterback puts you on the next level, but you don't have to have an elite quarterback with a talented roster to be a successful team to win. I've seen oh, yeah, I've 100%. seen, I've seen crap quarterbacks – I don't want to say crap quarterbacks – quarterbacks that are less than others win Super Bowls, and I've seen average quarterbacks win Super Bowls. Yes, you tend to win more with a franchise superstar quarterback, but there's only a few of those – in a decade you actually i don't even you know? know if you tend to win more is just like you tend to be in the running to get there yeah, more. Exactly. you know what i'm saying it's like at the end of the day it's like look the eagles won i mean we can and i hate those things it's like look there's a value to having aaron Rodgers. there's a value to having these transcendent quarterbacks but sadly they just don't grow on trees and really cam newton was the closest thing we've had to that he was that. He was a transcendent, yeah. and we still got to the dance one time. It felt like this. It felt like we were going to be there year in and year out. Mm-hmm. And even with that top elite talent, it didn't. It's not reality. Andrew Luck, another one. You think it's going, man? You're going to be. It's just going to be like the the Colts thought they were going to be what the the Packers have been, 
And that is, oh, we go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. We're not going to miss a beat. We're going to be in it every year, every year, every year. We'll be there. And you might not be in the Super Bowl, but you're making the playoffs. That's where Tom Brady has been so great. It's just like, man, well, first they play in a shitty division where he was like able to dominate for the whole time and make it to the playoffs every year. But they're always a chance. Like you got to get in the dance to get there. Mm -hmm. And you got the more times you're there, the more opportunities you have to win it. And so, yeah, is the odds are longer to get there and do that with a mediocre quarterback than a great quarterback. But those guys aren't – you're not going to be able to win the Super Bowl with a bad team. I hear you. One last thing, uh, Promise Panda. Uh, He's telling me that I'm wrong for comparing Jimmy G to Baker Mayfield. Uh, He says, bro, Jimmy G had a top defense all the time. Also, Jimmy G is injury prone. Nothing to do with Baker. He's really – uh, he's literally healing right now. Stop the comparisons. Except for both of them are literally healing right now from shoulder injuries. Well, one's non-throwing, one's comparison? throwing. Baker's it one's throwing. It, that makes a both, huge difference. They're both hurt all the time. Right. They're right. both hurt all the time. So it's like, it, it, okay, either I'm being pessimistic or everybody is so jaded by being so disappointed by the Panthers year in and year out that you're trying to force yourself to believe that, oh, hey, we got our guy for the future. Okay, if you want to do Baker that, Mayfield's don't, played don't let me 60 piss in your games. Place, bro. Baker, Baker Mayfield has played in 60 games in four years. Sam Darnold has played in 50. So I don't know. Is, is Baker That's Mayfield really, really hurt all the time? That's my question. Is he yeah. really hurt all the time? I don't know. But, I mean, 60 games in four years – I mean, that sounds that's, like 15, that's games, 15 a year. games a year. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go to the next call. I mean, and now he did make the playoffs one year. Hey, man, it's me, C Dogs. Right now, I'm listening to the goddamn show, man. I don't know what the fuck that I'm talking about, goddamn Baker Mayfield, goddamn brother, motherfucker, Sam Darnold. Get the fuck out of here with that silly ass shit, man. You stuck with these two fucking bums, this bum ass fucking coach for the last goddamn year. Temper's a fucking joke, man. All this bullshit going on, man. But I ain't about to sit here and rant a long time, but there's nothing to be excited about. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's hard being a guy that kind of country fan. That's all I can say about that, man. Oh, everybody have a great day. Smoke a blunt. Get a shot, look at something, man. Oh, Football is going to be fucking fast again this year. <laughs> Jack the goddamn rookie quarterback. And this for what? Oh my god. Tell him, man. Anyways, man. Nothing to be excited about this stuff. That's it. That's it, guys. JD54, this is not the place if you want to get along right now. And the great news is finally, Cody's taking the ribbing. It's usually Papa Tony over here, the professor that's getting all the angst from the chat room and the calls. Finally, the young buck has had to answer the call. Dude, I'm undefeated. Listen, everybody can be up against me, and everybody's going to fucking lose, dude. I'm undefeated. I'm going to die on this hill. It's not the first time I've been right before when everybody was moaning and fucking crying at me. Whatever. And by the way, if I'm wrong... Make sure you bring your ass back and talk shit to me later when I'm wrong. But you damn sure better make sure that you're back here when I'm looking like Nostra dumbass predicting the future, telling y'all all actually how the fuck it is. 
This is no upgrade. I do want to, I want to, and you're not doing this, but I have a big problem with, uh, and I think that a lot of Panther creators do this, and I'm sure that other creators for other teams do this. And I don't like, fan, like when we're calling fans dumbasses. There's a one group of creators on the Panthers, and I'm not going to name them, but are constantly railing about the Panthers fans being idiots. And I, I just always find that odd. It's like, wait a second. Why are you so critical of the people that you're trying to get to listen to? Right. I don't know. Don't know. I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds us. All I know is this. I ain't nothing but a fan. That's all I am. That's all I am. I ain't nothing but a fan. Let's go to the next call. Yo, I, seriously, I, there, there's no comparison right now if, you look at the stats on Baker Mayfield. We're talking about every single fucking year, like 3,000 yards passing, 3,500 yards passing, 3,800 yards passing, 37, oh, about 27 touchdowns, so 22, 26, 17. So oh, and let's go to Sam. I see those darn <clears throat> barely throwing for 3,000, 28, 22, 25, nine touchdowns. 19 seven it's it, it's a joke the dude's best year he threw for three touchdowns the, excuse me 19 touchdowns 13 interceptions a rating of 84 dude this good his sam darnold's best year is baker it's it, it is not even better than baker mayfield's worst year bro so what the fuck are we talking about like come on man come on just Come on, man. That's all I got. Literally everything that he just said, I can I can put on the entire Browns team. Like I, I've made my point clear that the the difference is the talent around them. Yes, Baker Mayfield has far better stats. They're not even comparable. You cannot compare Sam Donald to Baker Mayfield and just look at the stats. Why Josh Allen get so bad, much better when they added Stephon Diggs? Well, remember, they went to the playoffs even the year before they got Stephon. Yeah, and he looked like an idiot, dude. He looked like he – go back and watch that fourth quarter. He looked like – no, he woke – his eyes were all – he looked like he went and hit the meth pipe. He threw the ball backwards one time, dude. He also had the men that – He also had the men that until the very end. He was out of sorts. He had them in the game until the very end. And My he, he was making big time plays. Why is John, why did Josh Allen improve so much with Stefan Diggs? Well, he had a number one wide receiver, and that was another thing. Everybody so talked about how good bad he was. You helps. I guess having good players around even helps people that you love. Next call. Yeah, it helps the good. Yo, Cody, hey, baby, let me him. ask you a question. Where did Sam get Darnold get? His any of his teams, the Jets or the Panthers in the playoffs. How many wins did he net, y'all? Y'all want to keep complaining about little shit like that? Go ahead. Y'all got a steal from Baker Mayfield. Y'all got a steal. He was cheap. $5 million for a fifth-round contingency pick? This guy did it all, and as a Browns fan, we lost one of our best fucking quarterbacks we've ever had. Fuck Deshaun Watson. No one wanted him. We wanted Baker. And you know what? That's true. You think Sam Darnold's better? 
Well, fuck, fine. If you want to say Sam Darnold's better, go get Mark Sanchez. Let him butt fumble on your ass. God, listen to the delusion. I mean, it, oh, it sounds like a fan with just an opinion. Way. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let him that, butt on you. that is a Cleveland Browns fan. Which just shows you that not everybody in Cleveland hated him. I think we've had two Cleveland Brown fans call into a Panther show to tell us about how they like Baker Mayfield. I mean, literally the only reason why anyone doesn't want Deshaun is because of his pervy bullshit that he's got going on. If there was none of that, there wouldn't be a single Brown fan but, happy if, if, that saying? he's leaving. No, you but you're, no, you're missing if, my if point. The, the, entire, the entire reason why Brown fans don't want Deshaun Watson is because he's a fucking perv. But well, it has nothing to do with the amount of talent that he has. Deshaun Watson is a many times better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I don't think so, anybody's arguing that. I don't think anybody's arguing that. All I'm saying is we made the argument that everybody was everybody hated Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, but we've had two Cleveland people call in and talk about how they like even if you're getting Sean Watson this year, you can still say you liked Baker Mayfield. He has brought them more success in the last few years than any quarterback has. And think about how I want you to just put yourself in their position too. Is that think of how irritated and frustrated you are you you just said at the beginning of the podcast that just four years and you haven't had a winning season imagine going like two generations and not having a winning season right you know what i'm saying like at least the panther fan base has had a taste of success twice in two decades right we've had two yeah. super bowl appearances this is why i argue that we are more far more successful franchise than the atlanta falcons is that it took them, they've had over, I think they've been a team for 60 years now or right. over 40 years, and they don't have a Super Bowl. So you can always, people right. come back and they'll go, how many rings you got, Panther fans? I would say arguably for our young history as a team, we've had been very competitive. We won the division a lot. We've had really, we've had two Super Bowl runs. And in both of those Super Bowls, it was like in our grasp. Yeah. It was in our grasp. Yeah. So, I'm just saying this is think about what imagine how frustrated. In fact, I give so much. I've always been so uh, complimentary of Cleveland Brown fans is that they there's this group at this bar that we like uh, a, a, this bar is watering hole right on the street for me. And it, that's their home during the season. And these cats come out and bring decorations, this and that. And I'm just thinking, man, imagine the commitment and the fortitude it takes to have it you should have seen how hyped they were when they did get to the playoffs bro you could have thought the dang i mean it was wild so i mean i just think this is like the idea that's why i say the browns like the browns are like you keep telling me they're so great and stacked but they really haven't ha like i want to see this is what happens if deshaun watson doesn't have success there yeah what are you what are we going to say Oh, maybe he jizzed out all of his life force energy and he's just not playing good football. I know. Anymore. What are we going to say? Oh, it's not me. But there's a possibility. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, like, until it happens, it doesn't happen. CK, welcome back. 220 strong. We're almost three hours into this sucker. The calls have been raging, man. And the conversation has been intense. And one of the things is that Cody Lashney and Tony Dunn have been going head-to-head. -to -head. Debate my take this year is going to be 
lit. Unless <laughs> Cody quits. Quote yeah. might quit after today. Tony, you got, you got him reeling. Oh, Tony, I'm literally undefeated. Okay. I, I, I've literally never lost like, one delusional time. I don't here. know All right. what you're talking And by the way, I think this year, I, I think I want to get, obviously, I'm going to continue to kick Tony's ass because that's what I do on Debate My Take. But I also want to get more, some more action on the Debate My Takes. So maybe we'll bring in some other people from time to time. Maybe me and Antonio will tag team. Can, on you the bring same to, can you bring in somebody to score like they do in uh, uh around the horn? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I even want to start like if we're going to do them live, like make put a poll up, people can vote on the winner. We can make it like some official shit. We can have everybody on here doing it, man. Dude, I'm telling you, hey, I'm not, I'm not afraid, man. I, I stick behind everything I say, I don't say it unless I believe it. And a final point of a clarification. I don't want Baker because I wanted Sam Darnold to be the starter. That's not the case. I wanted Sam Darnold because it was a much quicker path to Matt Corral, the young, talented, up-and-coming rookie Mm -hmm. that everyone should have a bunch of reasons to be excited about. Sadly, not anymore. Heroes Path, thank you for the $2. He said, our guard, Gostin Corbett, makes more than Baker, WTF. Uh, and another two dollars from Heroes Path. He said, "The steal is real. Scott Fitterer is for real." I give him all the credit for only making it four point eight million and really making sure he pushed them down and didn't acquiesce to them. I think they learned from the Darnold mistake. I'm hoping that's what the case is. I think they learned like a lot of that, right? Um, so, and you're right. The Panthers did try at Heroes Path again. Thank you for the generosity. You've been very, overly generous today. We tried for Watson, but he's addicted to the massages, and that's the truth. You know what else is addicting? These people in the chat room that love the voice that makes them moist. Hit them up, CK. Ladies and gentlemen, there might be a slight delay in my voice to the video, but I did it because I wanted to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, you've joined in on one of the most incredible Panthers podcasts to exist on the face of the planet. But there's one thing you haven't done. In the midst of all this talk about Baker Mayfield, about whether the Carolina Panthers can do anything with what they've got now at the quarterback position. You've joined in and you haven't hit that like button yet. You haven't hit that join or subscribe button to help us get to that number 4,000 subscribers prior to the season. If you haven't done so, if you haven't hit that like button, I have one thing to say to all you legends. Subscriber shame. Subscriber shame. 216 people still watching. 201 thumbs up. Hey, all we need is 15 more. And shit, we're batting a thousand, man. That's hey, that's more than Baker Mayfield could ever ask for. Hit mm. that thumbs up. Hit and definitely that more like than for. Cody can ask for. And listen, man, we're gonna be doing this all season. If you think I'm going to give up on my bullshit at any point in time unless Baker Mayfield is throwing for like seven touchdowns a game, no, I'm going to be on one. So if you think I'm so wrong, well, bring my ass back here every Tuesday and every Friday and tell me how wrong I am. Love it. Love it. Uh, Bring that passion. Channel the G-Baby passion for the C3 Panthers podcast. Call me C-Baby. Yo, Cody, G-Baby. What's up, C3? Noah here again. And you know, uh, I was well, just thinking something. Our, our first game is against 
this season bumps, right? Alright, we got Baker. Cam Newton is still out there looking for a team, right? Yeah. What if, you know, Cleveland gets Cam Newton? It sounds weird. It's Cam Newton. <laughs> one year deal. Oh, that would be nuts. That would be that's the absolute crazy. Let me know your thoughts about that. Thank you, Tony. You know, um, Greg has had a – Greg is like the closest of the conspiracy theorists when it comes to the NFL. Uh, out of all the people on the podcast, he believes that it's like more like the WWE than it is like a, a real mm-hmm. sport. No, I mean, I'm exaggerating his claim some, but he <laughs> does believe that it's – that that force is real. The narrative is real. It is somewhat coincidental that last year, like, here's the thing. Is there a more valuable moment for the Carolina Panthers? And I said this last year with the Sam Darnold, right? Is like, if we would have played the Jets in week 11, we're soured on Sam Darnold by that point. We don't give a shit. Right. No one cares. But in week one, it has against the rookie quarterback of Zach. uh, What was his name? Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, yeah, and Sam Darnold revenge. It has its most juice. Mm-hmm. You get the most juice for the squeeze out of that one. And this is Baker Mayfield in Week One against Cleveland is the most juice for the squeeze. There's no, there's no Deshaun Watson. You got to deal with the, the sting of a suspension likely. You get a Baker Mayfield on a new team revenge. And if it, it like in week 10, it doesn't have the same story because mm-hmm. we know more about what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, we know we've, we form more ideas about Baker Mayfield. But imagine though, even on the opposite side, what the Cleveland fans, how they react. Yeah. And they see Baker Mayfield and he say he somehow, well, say we smoke him in week one. And they're like, oh, we shouldn't have moved on. We're over. We got to, you know, you're getting a lot of juice for the squeeze. Right. And it is really coincidental. I can almost guarantee you that situation that he just proposed, which I didn't even think about, but actually is now the more I think about it, very, very possible because, I mean, they have Deshaun Watson. Why not have a quarterback that has similar traits to him to come in and be the guy carrying, you know, the torch until he gets there? But if that happens, then that is just more proof because I guarantee you that game will be flexed to primetime or flexed to a nationally broadcast game if that happens. I don't know if you can flex that early. I think they can't flex before like I guarantee you they'd figure something out. They would figure something out. Opening day, Baker Mayfield versus Cleveland and Cam Newton versus Carolina, they would figure something out, and that would be a nationally broadcast game. I, you know what? It might be nationally broadcast, but yeah, uh, that this could be. Uh, hey, if anything, week one alone will be entertaining for us, right? Uh, let's go to the next call. Okay, all right. Let, let's get this over with. All right, G Baby's been down on the Panthers since the draft when we didn't draft who he wanted. So let's slow the roll on G Baby hating on Panthers. That's that's kind of normal for him right now. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I still don't really like the, the, the Baker Mayfield trade, but I, I don't like it because I, I don't want to see uh, Matt Corral inactive all year, and I feel he will be. Uh, but, uh, yeah. you know, like Steve Smith said, 
go Baker. Damn it. Damn, that's nasty. All right, bye. He's not wrong. Yeah. Thank you. Right where Thank I'm at. you. Uh, great Panther pickle, great Panther fan, great part of the C3 family. Let's keep going. Hey, this is White Chocolate Espresso again. Listen, let's calm down. I took a shit and I took a shower. Feeling really good. Mind's cleared. You know, you can hide your wives. You can hide your kids. I'm not going out there punching babies. It's all good. <laughs> I'm with Bad Daddy. I'm fine. It's all right. I'm still a little ticked off that Matt Corral is not going to get a fair shot, you know, because, you know, roll Matt Corral there. If he sucks, guess what? First overall pick, our way. Mm-hmm. If he's good, put it, puts up a, you know, hey, you know, we'll, uh, the Texans quarterback or Mac Jones type numbers. Cool. We got something to build on. But it's fine. The money is cheap. The pick, I am. Uh, but I've calmed down. Don't punch babies, people. <laughs> babies don't deserve to be punched. Peace. He they might deserve that. to. That was damage control. His job was calling him saying, we're not sure if you're mentally stable. Come back again. <laughs> and Dan, Danielle, you know the sad thing about the Watson thing that still doesn't make sense? He didn't get blowjobs. This dude didn't even get laid. I don't understand it. It is a fetish. It's like, you know what? They're like, you want to just do it? He's like, nah, I just prefer if we made this weird and you just watch me. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's that new video? <laughs> I mean, hey, he performs best when eyes are on him, you know? Yes. Uh, <laughs> or or he... Uh, never mind. Last call. Hey, guys. It's hey. the growl that makes them howl, a.k.a. Joey the Blind Panther. Joey. So as I'm already not the happiest in the world because I have to come home from the beach and there's very little escape from a city that is constantly hot as balls. Um, Then, so we're on the road and then I check my phone and then WBTV says, Breaking Panthers trade for Baker Mayfield. My response is, fuck. So, yeah, that's literally what I think about that. Like, why would we do that? I mean, that's so dumb. And you know what? If it doesn't work out this year, then Fitterer, Matt Rule, uh, uh, who else? Uh, all their asses need to go. All of them. Every last one of them. Tepper, too, but we can't get his ass because he owns them. He owns the thing. But if this doesn't work out, all their asses need to go. Because we've done this shit too many times. And it, it's truly insane right now. And, and you know what? What can I say? Now that it's done, I mean, okay, I hope he's good. And you know what? If he's good, I'll eat shit. I have no problem admitting that I was wrong. But, you know, I hope to be wrong, but that's all I can do right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow, wow. Why, why did they keep saying that Baker has terrible character? All right. I knew that, like, in college they didn't like him because he did. I think he was the one that put, like, a hot tub in his apartment. 
<laughs> I think he had an issue with the cops too in college. I think he like no, that was Mayville. No, 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 that was him too. He ran. Oh, too. Okay. No, he okay. did try and run away from the cops. Yeah. Um, That's also, also like I mean, uh, you and you say he's not a good athlete. Did he get caught? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna oh, say. Dude, and by the way, it looks yeah. so. And by the way, it shows you that he's a bad decision maker <laughs> when the pressure's on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, dude, I dude, actually dude, thought like, until recently, I mean, maybe it's because I'm white and I got to do this. It's like, I always thought that should be your first go to. Like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Like, if you don't at least give a couple of steps, oh, to dude, see if you the, can get dumbest, away. Fu- the dumbest fucking thing that you can do is run away from two cops. I think, I think it's bull crap that, that, like, you know why we have to do that now is because we know that they actually shoot your ass when they're not supposed to. Right. But, like, I really, I'm always rooting for you to kind of get away. And, by the way, if you ever watch that video of Baker Mayfield running from the cops, he is slow as fuck. Like, okay. it was, it, he was never, ever going to get away from them, dude. I'm telling you, it is, it, he is a, a marginal. Well, he was drunk, he's a too, mar, He's a I marginal quarterback. Yeah. And a lot of people talk about, you know, it, he's another Robbie Anderson type. It's funny that Robbie Maybe. Anderson didn't didn't want to play with Baker Mayfield because they, they have a lot of the same tendencies. You know they're online. You know they're looking at all the people that talk shit about them when they make bad plays. And Baker Mayfield is one of those people. And there were times when he was, like, giving fans the middle finger, telling people to fuck themselves. Dude, he really – he does – like, he has this chip-on-his-shoulder mentality all the time, but he somehow never plays like a guy with a chip on his shoulder. He might play aggressive, but he's going to be throwing it to the other football team. Dude, it's embarrassing, man. The Panthers are embarrassing. I just didn't know. I thought that a lot of people had questions about his maturity coming into the league, and I thought that he ended up kind of being a – like you know what i'm saying like uh i mean i hadn't heard these things other than i know there's a couple of times where he comes back at the media and like jabs back like so he's not just like you know he's got some emotion to him and some things like that uh, i just hadn't heard of him ending up being like a johnny manzel and that's what they were trying to paint him coming into the league is like oh this guy likes to party and have the girls and get the hot tub i remember the story the hot tub it was either him or josh rosen that had the hot tub in the apartment which is kind of like ridiculous. That'd be like, hey, I'm like putting a hot tub in my living room uh, and be like on the third floor. I mean, it's ridiculous, but hey, I, I did a lot of stupid dumb stuff when I was in college. But wasn't that Sam Darnold that put a hot tub? Was it? I don't think. I don't Hold think on. Sam Darnold got the. He doesn't on. seem like Sam, Dar- like Sam Darnold looks like he'd be the boringest dude to hang out with. Like I would rather. I think Johnny Manziel would be too much. Like, it's like, God, I don't need to be doing this. This is too much. We did. There's too many drugs. There's too, like, this is a, a little nerve. I think Baker would be fun to hang out with. Like, go party with. Like, I mean, I tell you this is that uh, Sam Darnold doesn't look like he'd be fun. It just looks like a bore. I would love to party with him. Uh, I just do not like him as my Well, we're going to party with him this year. We're going to party with him this now. Watch me. All right, uh, I think that's you all the calls, dude. We did it. We did it. All right, let's uh, final around the horn. Any last thoughts for the record? No, I, I think it's beating a dead horse. If we, if we, if we, you know, talk about the feelings of it anymore, I think the bottom line, what everybody's got to remember is, no matter what our feelings are about Baker Mayfield, this is what we got. 
And, yeah, and I think Tony, me and you, I think at the beginning of the season, our biggest thing was, I know you specifically, I'm not sure about Cody and CK, but I know you felt this way is I just want to pick a guy and pull for him is where I'm at. And if it's Baker Mayfield, then I feel better about pulling for Baker Mayfield than I do. Uh, uh, what's his name? Darnold. Sam Darnold. I did want Corral, but we have Mayfield now. So because he's here, I'm going to pull for him. Yeah, uh, my final thought is this, is I'm happy that the Carolina Panthers didn't sink too much into this, right? It's like whether or not we wanted this to happen, the Carolina Panthers have been interested in making this happen for some quite some time, right? They have like, and again, is that like if you're mad about the trade, be less mad about me or what Cody's reaction with everybody is and be more upset about the decision making in the front office of the Carolina Panthers, but at the same time, and uh, like here is the thing, is that this just does not come with the serious financial implications that even uh, – Jake, you're right. We all – right. uh, this doesn't come with the financial uh, implications, the long-term draft ramifications that maybe even came with Sam Darnold. It does bring up some questions about the – trading for Matt Corral if you're not really going to think that he's going to be the answer but it doesn't come either with the risk of you know sinking your whole future to trade for Deshaun Watson and stuff is like if anything this move is just a fairway shot down the middle Mm -hmm. and uh, that's the best it's going to be and the worst it's going to be so look we're going to have plenty of time to talk about in the future I mean look I'm sure that there's going to be a lot to be said on the Friday free for all this week and fans calling in. I want to thank everybody for their contributions today, both monetary as well as just in the chat room, the passion that G baby brought to the rash, the reason and rationale that uh, young Noah brought and all the other fans. Thank you to the Cleveland fans that called in. Just thanks for everybody. Even uh, did the people on, uh, on this panel. Thanks for your time and your energy and your input. Final word, Cody. When you look in the Webster's Dictionary under insanity, you will find a picture of the Carolina Panthers logo. And not just the normal Panthers logo, the sad, crying Panthers logo. Because when the Carolina Panthers, when the Carolina Panthers have an elite quarterback talent like Cam Newton, they failed in every way to continuously build a contending offense around him. Now, the Panthers are building a really damn good football team on offense and defense, yet now they're addicted to some basic-ass, middle-of-the-road, ain't-shit quarterback prospects. Look, I'm going to pull for my Carolina Panthers like I always do, like I always will. But Baker Mayfield doesn't get a bit of praise from me until he earns it because I have no connection to this man. Just like I had no connection to Sam Darnold. We didn't draft either of them, but you are what you are willing to be open-minded. If he comes in here and really tears it up, you're willing to just, I mean, oh dude, if the Panthers are winning, I'm not going to come in here, but nah, he fucking sucks. Everything sucks. This is terrible. Like I'll, I'll give credit what credit is due. I always will. But I need to see something. I, I need to I see that. that I need to see this man prove that he's more than a 511, 210 pound quarterback with a mediocre arm that can't run really well and he folds under under pressure like a cheap wallet. 
That's so until, and, and, until I see him not be that guy, I have no reason to believe that he isn't. So stick around, man. It ought to be a fun ride like it always is. A last word, CK. I mean, we have uh, two first-round quarterbacks on our roster and a, uh, and a guy who could have possibly been a second round had we had an opportunity to draft in the second round. Uh, we're pretty we're pretty deep at, at at the quarterback position, just not at an elite level, right? Um, <laughs> There's a lot of people in the room, <laughs> exactly. But it's listen. I at this point in time, I just not to you know not to ride the fence, but I mean, it, it, I think I've got to. I, I it's so hard for me to be upset by the what we gave up to get Baker Mayfield. We gave up peanuts, right? And so. Anybody who is just legitimately upset, as Cody, for instance, it's just it's it's anger that's meant it does not it's literally no anger for anything. Like there's no reason to be upset outside of the fact that maybe Matt Corral has a setback, right? But I don't even think that's the reality of it. I think we have two quarterbacks in Sam Darnold and uh, and uh, Baker Mayfield that are on one year deals left on their contract. And Matt Corral has the world open to him next year. Hope so. All right. That'd be great. We're going to be here. Look, we're here every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. live. It's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com, the longest-running Panthers podcast, the number one Panthers podcast in North America, according to Google, the number one podcast in my heart. I promise you that. We thank you for your time and your support. Smash the thumbs up and subscribe. Tell a friend. Right. That's how we really want to grow. We want to grow. We got a great post game show after the game each and every week this year, or we've been doing that's been a great success. And the Friday free for all, Cody, Cody is like, this is the thing. Cody was smart. He's like, I got to get my own little cult of followers over here. And so he's been working on this. So then we got to come. Yeah, I know. Join the cult of Friday free for all. It should be popping this week, Cody. Oh, man. And listen, to everyone who doesn't know, the Friday free-for-all show, you can come on. You can come and tell me how dumb I am and what I'm missing and all this and all that. Or you can tell me that I'm the smartest guy talking Panthers on the internet. Dude, I hope it's the latter. But uh, it doesn't matter what, through good times and bad, we're going to be talking about the Carolina Panthers until the end of time, baby. Let's fucking go. Take us out of here, brother. Until next time. Panther Nation, keep pounding. Keep pounding. Keep pounding.